I'll beat my way through it. <laughs> Stand back! <laughs> I want the dark. I don't want to see this. Don't make me getcha. <laughs> I'll getcha with this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 99 of Press Any Key. I'm your host, Pat Aparano. You can find us on social media uh, at pressanykey.tv on Instagram, at pressanykey.tv on TikTok, and I believe the same thing for YouTube as well. Um, if you're not already watching this video uh, here on YouTube, uh, you can also listen to us on all the major podcast apps. However, we think it'd be cool if you check out Apple Podcasts and Spotify because that's where... The only ones we give a shit about. Yeah, that's really the only ones we care about. Stitcher, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with me as always, my co-host, Mike Burke, and uh, give it up for Nick Havishow, everybody. We're back. The whole crew's here on the ones and twos, everybody. Gang's oh, yeah. all here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling right. Why do I feeling feel like lit. you weren't here last year, even, last week, even Let, though I know you were? Year. I was behind the desk. Yeah. I was in the closet. I was shunned. Mm. Now Nick's turn. He did a bad thing this week. I'm a naughty boy. I'm a, he's just in the closet for being bad. <laughs> That's not how you punish your children. You don't he's hit him be- and send him to the closet. I didn't ever get locked in closets. I got. I sent myself to my room by the time I was in my teens, though. You know, <laughs> it's just like you know, mom fucked up going to the room. There'd be some sort of dysfunctional argument, and I'd be at the center of it. And then you know, somebody would say something really out of pocket, and that's when I'd leave. You know, just a quick peek behind the curtain. <laughs> anyway, um. Avatar, the way of water, everybody. <laughs> Let's get right into it. I'm getting right into it because there's no coming back from that. All right. So um, this actually just broke this morning. Uh, Avatar, the way of water has officially passed $2.116 billion at the global box office. That's a specific number. That is a very specific number. Um, we got to remember this is... This is now when, as I believe, like 13 years ago when they made the last one, they didn't have this type of real time tracking. You know, there was always some sort of delay. What's with that? Like, why is it not just 2.1? Yeah. What's with that technology? <laughs> no, like, why 0.116? I don't know. I oh, guess okay. They're just flexing, bro. I thought it was going to be like that past, you know, Spider Man No Way Home at well, okay. 0.115. So this has overtaken Star Wars The Force Awakens. It's still on course to overtake. Um, Titanic, mm-hmm. and not only that, it's um, what's it called? It's the only movie since the first Avatar that has had seven weeks at number one at the box office domestically and globally. That's fucking that's crazy. Cra- I don't think anybody was expecting this. No. I do not think anybody was expecting this. It's, Another two billion dollar? No, no, no. It's like lightly followed, or not lightly, but like it's just followed by like Puss in Boots, which is like only doing like a ten percent decrease week over week. Yeah, so, which exactly. Is wild. Which I I think we might have talked about it. You guys haven't seen Puss in Boots, right? I haven't seen it, but so good, so good. I can't phenomenal. I can't recommend it enough. Um, but now James Cameron is the only filmmaker ever to have three of three of his own films be in the top five grossing films of all time and have three films that have cracked uh, two billion globally. 
That's fucking crazy. <laughs> like that's He's kind greedy. of in, that's kind of insane. <laughs> and we've um, got five more avatars. <laughs> I know. Just keep cracking know. two billion. I know. It's um but basically um the reason why I want to talk about this was like I said before, I don't think this was this was absolutely unprecedented. This level of success. I think maybe a billion like 1.2 that was always in the cards. Almost two and a half. Gonna do two and a, like. Will do two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Will do two and a half. Almost, like, kept, like gaining on the first movie, which took 13 years to make 2.9. You know, that movie itself is almost at 3 billion. Right. Well, I think there's a lot to be said, like, now how film is with everything. Like, you know, like 13 years ago, you said, right? For Avatar yeah. 1. Yeah. Like, just the way the game is now. It, well, you can't like one to one it exactly, but can't. And also, I've, uh, Avatar one they did a re-release. What was it at before that? They did a second or uh, third or fourth I mean, theatrical run. I believe the they put it out um, when they first put it out. It did the same thing, you know. This it was on the same weekend, December seventeenth, all the way through the holidays through the new year, and they took it out in February. And then I think they did another run the January after that, but that was inconsequential. The only consequential one that they had that made it made like it's opening gross at the fucking weekend mm-hmm. um, again was um, the one that they did in September of last year. It was because, last year, right? Because yeah. it was coming because it's, you know, people were getting ready for the first one so that anyone who didn't who didn't see the first one. Right. Maybe I'm mistaken. Wasn't there another run that they did when it was like they were they have done multiple. It was runs. like they knew they were coming up on some number and they wanted to crack. You know, yeah, it, no, it, no, no, it was, um, it was cynical and about like, oh, we now have we cracked this. Yeah, it was 2019 because Avengers Endgame was the number one movie. Oh, right, and right, right. Century Fox was like, well, nah, before bitch. we finalize the sale, let's throw this motherfucker Not back in theaters. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wanted to bring up, I, f- I found this thread on Reddit, um, earlier today. This has nothing to do with Chris Kunachuk. This is just a thread that I found on Reddit this morning. Already uh, calling okay, you okay. out. <laughs> so uh, it, it links to Jeez, an article. I didn't realize an artic- I've said you so much. The, the article is uh, James Cameron has now directed three of the five highest grossing movies of all time. Somebody corrected that. Three of the four. Three of five is actually not giving it the full credit. Um so I, I thought some of the comments in in the thread were insightful. So, uh, this user Nowhere Man one three six says, "Once upon a time, this was Steven Spielberg. In 1993, Jurassic Park became the highest grossing film of all time. At that point, it uh, it was Jurassic Park, E.T., Star Wars, and Jaws. Crazy. Yeah. So right. this is not like crazy unprecedented." Um, Another commenter, uh, Sir Dyer, says, you mentioned Jurassic Park, and I still think the wildest entertainment achievement is what Michael uh, Crichton did. Oh, this is not the... Oh, hold on. Sorry. (laughs) No, I Uh, fucked up. (laughs) um, All of... So this person says, all of those movies, the, the... Spielberg movies, those are more memorable classics in like the film canon, like Western film canon. Um, And all of their budgets were adjusted for inflation are less than 120 million. Uh, and this, they go on to say, once you account for inflation, po- increased population, the ghost, gross theatrical profits don't look that different. Jurassic Park, its theatrical worldwide gross was uh, one billion thirty-one million, you know, in 1993. Adjusted for inflation, that's about uh, one trillion five hundred billion eight hundred ninety-eight million. Oh my god! So they go into the numbers, right? And, uh, the, it all comes into a. The tickets come out to be about a dollar fifty nine, or you know, each each ticket like sold per unit, yeah, per unit 
is about a dollar fifty nine compared to a dollar ninety. So it's like this is on par with what Steven Spielberg was doing in the nineties. Comparatively. Comparatively. Right. Okay. So I think at the end of the day, uh, last week we spoke about like does box office value equal are these movies good? And mm-hmm. I like I think that like I'm still not satisfied from the conversation we had last week. Can I give can I give my He's back for more? Can I give my yeah, like yeah. my my like two cents about it is there's a difference between like commercial success and artistic success. And sure, like, sure. I think that's where a lot of it gets kind of like real muddied. You're like, oh, this is is this a good movie? It's like, well, what are you using to define good? Like, was it enjoyable? Was it fun? Was it well made? Like, it can be a quote unquote shitty movie and make a ass ton of money. Yeah. Like commercial success doesn't whole, make it a good movie. Artistic whole, success doesn't make it a good movie either. My whole angle was was not if it's good or not. My angle is if the the audience like enjoyed it. it. And if it made money, you have to assume that they did. Why would it make over two billion dollars if people didn't like it? Yeah. I mean I think And I, I haven't I and I haven't it. and I haven't heard anything negative. Like it like obviously it has its criticisms and, and, and its problems and we talk about that, but I'm dude, just dude, but I'm just right, saying I'm, like I now have this level and it's I have the yeah. list of the top grossing box offices uh, and this is current, updated as of today. Okay. Um, the the reboot of the Lion King is in there, and that's yes. the, that was like pretty universally like under like underwhelming. Yes, at the that's, at, at that's best. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, Furious Seven, which is like you know, it's like that's come not, on, man. Dude, we're done no, with these. Furious, no, 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 no. Uh, well, stop well, I'm not, Furious Seven is great. I cannot tell. Fur- you. So the Fur- Fast and the Furious movies has a diehard fan base, but you're saying it it belongs in the same in like strata as Titanic. And like Star Wars, Force Awakens, Star Wars Force Awakens is on here. And although at the time I think it was well received, people have kind of soured on it. I think there's also the difference between like cr- like general population being right. like we like this versus like, but I, I don't want to say critical acclaim, but you know like people who are more like more into movies, like people like right. us versus like. You know, like my parents don't really go to the movies. If they went to a movie and they were like, yeah, I like this or I like exactly. that. Like it's, that's the, and I guarantee like on a general scale, that's Avatar. Like people are going and they're like, that was great. Like yeah. I liked it. Even but, like normal, like mo- even like the movie going audience like us, like people who go to the movies like that movie. Mm-hmm. But hold on. See, that's the thing is that like we've pulled up the list and we immediately shifted and we're talking about, are we putting Furious 7 in the same? It's like. They both pleased the crowd, and they both made billions of dollars. Frozen. Yeah, I'm not. Frozen I'm not two. saying that they are the same. That they are the same caliber of film or same caliber of filmmaking. But what I am saying is that the audience liked them, and there's no disputing that at that level of success. There's also there's no reason they made six Transformers movies. But, but I, <laughs> like, I would, and people didn't like them. What, what the only argument? I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I I would just add that it's like, um. What's the uh, causality versus? Um, oh, like causation versus? Like they're they're related, but I don't think there's a causality there. Correlation, correlation, correlation versus causation. Thank you. Yeah. So the the other thing that uh, I have like a list of, uh, it's like all of James Cameron movies ranked by their box office, and then I have another one. It's like James Cameron's top films of all time, and they're pretty much flipped. So it's like his like least performing box office movies are towards the top. Piranha 2 being the exception <laughs> in the list. Yeah. 
I think there's something to be said too for cultural impact. Like if something has a cultural impact that doesn't make it, you know, objectively good. Like as in like if things impact a culture, there's like, you know, a bunch of products or like if a cultural impact means like, Oh, that was like kind of what you're talking about where it's like, it's a movie that lasts. Like you can't compare this to that, even though they made the same amount in the box office. It's like, clearly this one is more of like a, better movie you would argue mm-hmm. like especially with like lion king and shit yeah it's like some movies just have a more impact on culture even though commercially they could be the same so, so going back to that um you know like i was saying technically star wars jaws don't have the same big box office that av- the avatar movies do i would say they're much more culturally relevant and like more informative of what 20th and 21st century culture the best we have to offer I agree with that. Yeah. I think like the impact again. Yeah. The impact they've made on culture, the impact they've made on film, on television, like actually, you know, references and everything like that is much more than what Avatar will do right now. I just, I don't get why we, why you guys are moving the goalposts so uh, no, far. I, like, I'm, I'm, that's, I've, I'm been, I've been saying this the whole time. It, it like, okay, listen. <laughs> I've okay. never changed my I've never changed my goalpost. I, I agree uh, of of your assessment of the Lion King. I don't think critics were overwhelmed or like even just baseline whelmed <laughs> by the Lion King 2019. I know I was let down by that movie. Well, however, hold on. Let me let me add in there. I'm not in, not interrupting. I mean, in there this, was a break in, inter, uh, <laughs> in this list. Frozen Two is has a bigger box office than Frozen One. And that's the complete opposite of how audiences enjoyed them. But it's built on the success of the first one. So the money doesn't necessarily mean it's well, never one variable. Frozen two. Like, it one. made more money than Frozen One. There's never one variable as to like But I've also you never can't, like, like, X and, you can't X and Y. But I've also, the reason, the yeah, reason I've I brought also never this heard anyone say they hate Frozen Two though. Like the reason I brought this up is because last week Pat was trying to say that if it made money, people liked it. And I'm just trying to say I that doesn't jive okay, for me. That well, math Lion doesn't King work made out. over a billion dollars and it has a cinema score of fucking A and an audience score of eighty eight right. on Rotten Tomatoes. So like I'm like and those I'm pulling those. So, so I'm just like, happy. yeah, I'm saying people enjoyed that. People will people will consume things. They might not necessarily enjoy. Things. I'm not saying I'm not sitting here saying why they enjoy it or how. They oh, no, enjoy I know it. there's absolute dog shit we watch on here <laughs> and there's trailers for stuff that I'm like, I can't wait to waste my time watching. this. Yeah. And I walk away that's like, it. oh, you that's consume all, it. Yes. It's yes. different than it, like liking yes. it. But that doesn't, well, hold on, I'm it, getting yeah. to that, right? Consuming it is a whole nother, like, what you take away from it. You know what I mean? And in a sense that, especially in the sense of the box office, right? Lion, if we're talking about fucking Lion King, because I don't know how the fuck we got here. It's a, it's but, a decent example. Yeah, I guess I'm, it's a good, it's a good sorry, example. It's a good example. I'm sorry for taking us down this road. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good example. Um... In the case of Lion King, Lion King made over a billion dollars. Am I not wrong? How much did it make? 1.2, uh, right? One, uh, 1.6. Okay, $1.6 billion, all right? It doesn't make $1.6 billion if people don't like it. I, like What's, If people don't like something, you end up with Black Item box office. Well, yes, but you no, end up with Morbius is, box office. There is a market for... It's marketed for consumption versus marketed for impact i mean yes. that i feel that's, like, yes that's fundamentally what it is okay. the lion king was marketed for 
consumption. They were like, we know people will go see the hell out of yes. this. And that's I get God, that. baby girl. <laughs> Such is the fallacy of capitalism. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you could, you have products that are absolute dog shit that are billion dollar products. Like Pat, like the Lion King, like the Lion King, which people aren't happy about like enjoying it. They're like, Oh, well I want to, I bought this. That's an A. What okay. do you think? What do you think? Don't, uh, if you have the box office list in front of you, don't, don't look at it. They're the top four av- uh, Avengers movies. What do you think they are as far as box office? Like, I know you probably know the first two. What's number one? Endgame. Endgame. What's number two? Infinity War. Infinity War. What's number three? Number one. Okay, what's number four? What's Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Why is that the number four highest box office? Because All right, here's... I'll tell you... Okay, since we're going to do this, I'll tell you exactly why <laughs> Age of Ultron has a lower box office than Higher. the first... Age of Ultron has a... It's look. number four. Well, I'm just saying it's like it's it's Wait, not the number, no, four, number four enjoyed. Pat. It's not the number. No, no, no. But you're we're talking about the lowest box office right now, right? That's no, no, Age of Ultron. I'm saying it's the fourth highest box office of any of the Marvel movies. It's not the number four most enjoyed of all <laughs> oh, the Marvel okay, movies. Okay, yes. Okay. It was targeted for consumption. Exactly. Yeah, but and once again, I mean, but fucking, okay, uh, but once again, you guys, I'm not saying that Age of Ultron is flawless. No. But Age of Ultron, people also like that movie. Absolutely. I'm not saying baseline. I'm not saying people <laughs> didn't I'm not saying you people didn't it like it. Okay, but that's the other thing too. I am saying that. I, know. I am saying And I'm not disagreeing with I you. I am. Okay, but that's the thing is that what you're disagreeing with me at this point by moving the goalposts. No, by, I'm not. By we're, changing we're, it. Like, dude, can we just have a nuanced conversation <laughs> and not say it's like it's either 100% one way or 100% the other way? I I, I I I agree with your like your your anecdotal assertions in <laughs> specific uh perspectives. However, overall you're not changing my mind. Movies that make a billion dollars, audience members like. That's all there is to it. But that doesn't make them good. If people, okay, yeah, but I once that's again, what that's I, all we've been saying. But I never argued that either. Like, <laughs> I never, I never said like I, the first thing I said was I wouldn't put Furious Seven up with up against Titanic right. in quality. Yeah, but like, how about Alice they, in they were both cla- <laughs> they were both crowd pleasers. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm sorry for um, for bringing this up again. I just thought it was an important second, conversation. What's the to have. second one? Um, the second what? Alice in Wonderland movie. Uh, through the Looking Glass. Because the first one I think is okay. The I don't, second one I feel is the one on the boat. It's not, right? It didn't make it onto here, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't I, know I, they made I, a I second. That, one. Yeah, I watched that movie and I had no idea. Like I can't tell you a thing from it. That was that was the day that uh, fucking uh, Tim Burton died. when, yes. he, when he signed on to those. We'll movies. just we'll just wait for the Timothy Chalamet. Oh yeah, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Yeah. You know what? Actually, now that we're talking about Tim Burton and this whole fucking. Um, fiasco about audiences and all this shit. Okay, here's a great example. <laughs> Nick, I want you to cut to the laptop right now. All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this movie is fucking dog shit. Okay. okay. This movie is absolute ass. Okay. How much did it make? However, I love it. Okay. <laughs> I think it has some of the greatest <laughs> jokes in in Tim Burton's like comedy, like you know how he did like the weird dark comedy like like there's I think there's some great jokes in here like they're mm-hmm. all they're all hung up by Johnny Depp right like right they, they all ride on him on him being amazing right, um however it was a massive failure because it sucked and nobody liked it, 
Okay, it also didn't have like name brand recognition to anybody under the age of 50. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Depp, Tim Burton. Yeah. I mean, that's that's getting up there with okay, age of 50. What do, you, <laughs> what, what do you think ranks higher in the box office? Minions, Rise of Gru, or it's, Spider-Man it's Homecoming? It's going to be Minions. 100% <laughs> Minions. It has to be. Because what it's do you think, marketed for consumption. What do you think it ranks higher? Despicable Me Too or Spider-Man Homecoming? Despicable Me Too. Yeah. Well, Minions, Rise of Gru is the What do you think ranks mean. higher? Despicable yeah. Me 3 or, or <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming? Let me guess. It's Despicable Me 3. Help. Yeah, they didn't have they didn't have what gentle minions in Spider Man. Minions one or Spider Man Homecoming. I'm so glad we're doing <laughs> oh. this on an episode where all I did was take a bunch of tone deaf reviews of what I know is some of your favorite movies, and I get to read them to you tonight. I can't wait. Um, all right, I wouldn't, all right. I wouldn't call the Harry Potter movies some of my favorites. Really? But, um, I would call I call I call the one of them. I love the books, but the movies. Um, I think they're good. But I'd not say my they're some of my favorites, but yeah, um, they, they get me nostalgic. Yeah. That's true. Honestly, I did the whole watch through, I think, like two years ago. And the whole and like, dude, I remember I think I got into high school when they did six. They did the six movie and part one, like seven part one or whatever. Yeah. And um, I like never saw those really until like recently. Yeah. Oh, I only shit. Those ever are saw really Deathly good. Hallows ones, part like, two. Um, Deathly Hallows part one was 2010. Yeah, okay. I actually did see that one. I didn't see that in theaters though. I rented that on demand. I watched that uh on the couch, actually. <laughs> on this couch right here. Not on this one. This one's got some years of watching ahead of it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but yeah, so Avatar Two, my whole thing was that it's unpre I, I think this was absolutely unprecedented that it got this far and that it keeps going. And I think um this is um this is a sign of what's to come for the next decade. So hope you like in, blue people. Yeah. Oh, oh, you just mean more Avatar. More yeah. Avatar. And, and, and I thought you meant like volcano people, magma people, ma lava magma monsters. People. Yeah, we had some interesting speculation last night about what is going to be the creature that accompanies the avatars you know? in the next movie. It's going to be whatever <laughs> the, the first fuck one that, was the bird. Yeah. The second one was the whale. What's this one? It's going to be whatever that fucking thing from Thor: Love and Thunder was. The rock. The, the um, goats. The goats. No, no, no. <laughs> the rock. The, the rock oh, man. Actually, Oh, yeah, we uh, said that. Did you? A Korg? Uh, Korg. Yeah, Korg. Korg. And his boyfriend actually, with the mustache. The goats, yeah. the goats would be fucking awesome if there's like mountain climbing goats going up a, a volcano. Mm -hmm. Now I want I want like Taika Waititi to still voice it and then to just like kind of plug into him and him be like, oh, like what happened? <laughs> I don't like that. Taika Waititi's new movie is apparently falling apart from underneath him. Yeah, big surprise. I read this the other day. Anyway, all right, let's keep moving. So, um, speaking of big surprises, <laughs> guess who's due? No, anyway, um, <laughs> Dead Space remake came out on Friday. Um, <clears throat> somehow, some way, I thought we were like I I saw the reviews come out and it was like glowing like this is the way you redo yep. this is the way you do a remake this is this is that and I got really hyped for it. As soon as I booted it up, I ha was hit with the same performance issues I was hit with Callisto Protocol, and I was like, "No, oh shit, really!" But then, um, the day one patch. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't just a day one patch; it was also just like in general, the 4K mode is fucked right now. So I had to drop it down to 1440p. On top of there was some issue with OBS, so like there was like I tried to get like the stream up and running and sustaining for multiple times, but as soon as the action like just started up, crashing, yeah, and I saw like I saw no spike in any of my CPU usage. It was the game, purely the game up, yeah. 
so then when I, you know, I took a break and like I did some research, everything. Punched some stuff in the garage <laughs> for a couple of days. Yeah. Where's Nico? <laughs> so, um, oh, no. so I just want to pet him. So um, either way, though, I dropped it down to 1440p and I'd say that I'm probably like seven or eight hours into it. I believe it's an eight hour or a 15 hour campaign mm. altogether. Dude, this mic is fucking me up right now. I know. Hold um, Mike, you talk. I'm going to mute him. <laughs> I actually watched like so I watched some reviews and I watched some kind of like edits and what people thought about it and I I played the first one I is it 10 years ago? like how when did the no earlier right 2008 thank yeah. you yeah so yeah 13 years ago avatar same year came out yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive um, how are you liking it so far uh it's incredible so yeah. I did all right so first of all I I I've mentioned it on this show here before I love dead space I love the first the first two games the third one I have tried to play at <laughs> least five times over the past decade. I can't get past the second level. I don't know what they it's a did. Skill issue. I yeah. <laughs> How dare you? How fucking dare you do that right now? Um, and um, yeah, it is a skill issue. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's because I suck. Yeah, we'll ride with that. Um, but um, this one it, for me is a nine out of ten. I can't give it a ten out of ten. Because I'm saving that for the Dead Space 2 remake. Mm. And I don't like, because there's, you know, there's room to improve, but. The needle sequence. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, dude, I heard that so. We, yeah, yeah, you were with me last yeah. night, so I, you wouldn't I've know that. I never played the game, so I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> All right, so everyone, we went to we went to um, the Marigold show mm-hmm. at Asbury Lane's last night. Check out Marigold if you like <laughs> Tom Petty. And, Check them out um, on Spotify. <laughs> and uh, and they didn't play their, the, their biggest song. Oh. Teasing yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was pretty upset. Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway. Um, Scathing so, review. <laughs> yeah, really. No, they were good, though. Yeah. I enjoyed them. Um, but yeah, the the bit with everyone kept asking me, oh, the needle in the eye, the needle in the eye. I'm like, you fucking posers. That's Dead Space 2. Yeah, like, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> uh, yeah. about, so, um, But for this one, uh, it's not just the graphics, but they made improvements to the story overall. Like anything that was kind of weak story-wise about the first one, they changed it. He talks now. He talks now. That's right. So he talked in Dead Space 2 and 3. And it's the same voice actor, it's, Yeah, right? they got him. Um, what's his name? Um, uh, can't, I can't remember. Oh, no, God. What's his name? Uh, Isaac's voice actor. It, Gunner Wright. Yeah. So they got Gunner Wright back. And he did two and three. So I'm glad they got him back because I was worried they weren't going to mm-hmm. bring uh, I, um, Isaac's original voice actor back. But they brought him back and they made him and his girlfriend a little bit more intricately tied to the events of what's going on. Especially since his personality now permeates this game as opposed to the first game where Isaac was just like taking mm-hmm. orders over mm-hmm. a headset, yeah, mm-hmm. and like you'd hear him struggle or like you know, Arr, yeah, Arr, or like uh, you'd hear a like, heartbeat, you'd hear some breathing, yeah, and like oh, they 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 changed um like the mission where you're firing the fucking asteroids, yeah, they changed yeah, thank that to God, like, but they changed it to stuff that like Isaac's an engineer, Isaac's not a soldier, so all of his weapons are like engineering is yeah. engineering gear, and all of his training is in. And engineering, <laughs> go figure. Go figure. All right? the training is in engineering. So when he, um, when you're when he's faced with these problems, it's no more long. It's no longer just someone's feeding you information over a com like the original Bioshock, right? Or it's like, um, 
it's now along the lines of Isaac thinks of these things like I can reverse the polarity or whatever because I know how to do or like he's an engineer. Yeah. And there was one part where Hammond said something to him and Isaac. And it's weird because if I was talking about the original Dead Space, I'd be saying me because like that when there's a voiceless protagonist, the intention is you are the yeah. the, the vessel for the character mm-hmm. or the character is a vessel for the player, you know, whereas now I'm paying attention to like Isaac, his motivations, his character trying to find his girlfriend um, and it's it's cool that I feel like there's some urgency in finding his girlfriend now because he can express that he wants to find his girlfriend. Right. You know, it's not just kind of like, yeah, that's a task I have to do. He takes off his helmet to talk now. And dude, his face is hilarious. Hold on. So what do they I, um, I what do they have you do instead of the like asteroid part? Um, Instead of you actually firing guns at the asteroids, what they have you do is they have you recalibrate the guns to work with. Isaac recalibrates the yeah. guns to work with his own. So this, so now you're floating in zero G with the jetpack because they added the jet boosters. Yeah, to this one as a you know they took instead them from of two just and three. Like, yeah, instead of just doing the fucking uh fucking um Pokemon the zero G. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's cool. That actually so, makes more so, sense yeah. for his character. Yeah, so that's his face, and I got to be honest, I don't think the facial animations are too great. I feel like mm-hmm. on him they struggle a bit. Like he's never his emotions are never more than this. Uh, <laughs> what actor would you cast to play him, just based on looks alone? Uh, Gunnar Wright, because that is that is his face. Oh yeah, is yeah. he an actor or just yeah. a voice actor? Yeah, no, he's an actor. Uh, he did the he did the original. You know, he was the the, the whatever in the first one. Um, yeah, he's an actual. I mean, all these actors at at this point, video game actors, you should assume are are not just the voice actors. They're full blown actors. Yeah. It's very rare that they. Anyway, I'd put Chris Pratt as him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I could kind of see it, you know. <laughs> it's a him. Oh, man, I wish God, they did a Dead Space movie. That'd be cool. Yeah, you think Chris Pratt? No, I'm completely. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> Me either. I wasn't going to. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, like, nah, that's uh, kind of lame. Um, so this is being referred to as a smart remake because, you know, the enhancements to the atmosphere, the enhancements to the story the gameplay it's awesome because it's like they kept the core gameplay but the areas are different but the same and like instead of getting on the tram to go to like different levels it's all interconnected now Mm. so remember how i said with callisto protocol it's not like you're in a space prison and you get to explore space and solve puzzles and get keys to doors and have to backtrack and everything right and it's more like a straight line yeah this is the exact opposite of that. This yeah. is exactly what I want a Callisto protocol to be in terms of level design. Yeah, I've heard it being compared to like a Metroid where yes. it's like you go through and you play out and then it's like, oh, OK, I got, you know, the fire ray. So like now I can go back to the first place and I can open that door. Yep, exactly. Um, and they do that with his security clearance in this, right? Yes, yeah. the security clearance doors. I also I, I guess it's behind one of those clearance doors. I got to go back for it. I can't find the line gun. I got every gun. Oh, but they fixed that the too with the guns gun. instead of just buying them. Yeah, so no longer do you buy guns, you just find them on people now, right? Yeah, which is a lot more like in world yeah, on I how guess you would more do more realistic. I mean, like some of them, like the one you find on the dead marine that has like the hand with the thing yeah. through your chest. Um, the flamethrower you find. Dude, they do that. You know that scare in Callisto Protocol where they make you go through in, I mean, they make you go in between walls like every other fucking ten minutes in that game but loading zones yeah, yeah but um i actually thought of nick um because because i go through walls nick, yeah he's like <laughs> that's how he loads 
it sounds like that ghost dad picture, you know, the Bill Cosby movie, you know, he goes through doors, he goes through walls. Dad's been going through a lot lately. Oh, ghost what? dad. I have no idea <laughs> no, what you're you need talking to pull about. that up. It's a Bill Cosby movie. Yeah. Hopefully they oh. won't sue us for <laughs> playing uh, ghost dad. Ghost dad. Dude, look. Oh my God. <laughs> The fucking hat. He's been walking through doors. He's been falling through floors. He's been going through a lot lately, but he's still dead. You got that pretty, like, 80% correct. That's mm-hmm. impressive. That was uh, Pat's favorite movie growing up. Yep. Ghost Dad. God, was I betrayed. Anyway. Um, so you thought of me. Yeah, so I thought of you, Nicholas. You're absolutely right. Because when we were playing the Evil West, when we were doing the Evil West stream, uh, you know how... You know, the, your favorite part. We just squeeze through the wall for the loading section. And Nick goes, oh, what do you think they're doing here, Pat? Like that. The one time you squeeze through a wall in dead space, you know, for a loading section. Yeah. I heard Nick, oh, what do you think they're doing here, Pat? <laughs> and because I was laughing at my own internal monologue, I literally you disarmed the, myself yeah. for the fucking jump scare that they set up, which was the exact same scare that Callisto Protocol did. But because, you know, they didn't set it up with anything or I just had no distractions, it just had no payoff. Where this one, I was actually like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> they got I was like all right, all right. Dead Space Remakes got me. I also have a clip, too. I'll put it out um, on the social of um, they hit an enemy in a new area where, like, where I was. He was infamous for being in that area in the first one. Mm-hmm. So... When I walked into it's the like hallway, running into Connor Healy at Woods Theater, <laughs> <laughs> infamous for hanging around. It's like he's a ghost. He's like ghost dad. He haunts. Dad. He haunts Woods Theater, <laughs> but he's still your he, father. He, he's, still, he's going through a lot lately, but he's still dad. Okay? You, you got him. <laughs> oh, this is how Nick dies. And he's gonna be ghost son. Make it to episode hundred. <laughs> Like mailman again. <laughs> ah, the mailman. All right. Anyway, um, so the guy, so like the in guy, the expected yeah, area. in the expected area, you know, the guy who's like up against the wall and everything. But mm. the guy in the expected area was, he used to just drop out of a vent, but this time he drops out of a vent, runs at you, and they made everything darker. Like you have to be holding your gun for the flashlight to see things. Mm. He, uh, he jumps into the roof, and I thought, okay, he'll be behind me. So I turn around. And when I turn the corner, there's already something there. So I was like, oh, motherfucker, with that one, mm. kill him. I turn around. I, I, I turn around. The door that I thought I was supposed to go through is locked, and I have to walk down the hallway that that thing is in. They don't get you then. Mm. They make you forget about it by make you coming down that hallway like 25, 30 minutes later after you've done whatever you got to oh, do. Shit. And I just forgot. And then, oh, man, they get you so it's like... Like rips through the wall and everything, like the loudest jump scare possible. <laughs> like, oh fuck! Like, that's fantastic. Like, yeah. that's such good game design. Yeah, and it's good because after, um, you know, after they heighten you up and everything, then it then it slowly settles into the more action horror. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like now you're kitted out. You have more armor. You have more health. You you have more bullets. You have more guns. You got more fucking like specialty moves and shit yeah. like that. They got rid of the gun from the first one where, you know how everything's got an alternate fire? Mm-hmm. They got rid of the pulse rifles alternate fire where you used to duck, turn it in the air, and all the nozzles would then like go disperse, horizontal, yeah. and then it would fire an umbrella of bullets around and kill everything. So I they nerfed it. <laughs> I couldn't wait to see that in, like, next gen. Like, how the fuck are they going to do this, right? Uh, they got rid of that, and they just made the alternate fire a grenade launcher. 
So, I mean, not as... Not as fun. There's not as much pomp and circumstance. <laughs> However, you know, it gets the job done yeah, when you're Yeah, effectively, you're doing it's what you need. It's not like I got to back myself into a corner, hope there's no allies around, and just right. <laughs> and just unleash this hailstorm. Here storm. we go. Yeah. And then they did the... They made the changes with, like, the engineering panels on the wall, too, right? Engineer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The power. Those yeah. are new puzzles. The power yeah. routing's new. So I like that. It's This is really cool, Nick, the way it works is like... You would actually... You, yeah. Mr. Puzzle Man? Yeah. Oh, Mr. So there, since when am I the Puzzle Mr. Guy? Puzzle Man. No, I just feel like it's a cool I kind of feel concept like this is, that you'd this is, like. Yeah, this is a, it's kind a of brain like, teaser. It's basically like pick your own poison. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, if I want to open that door over there that might like sidestep this one enemy or something, I can divert power to it, but I'll shut off the lights. And then have to deal with like whatever is with that. So like, isn't that I got the a game with the little guys? Just they got. What's the game that was popular through COVID? Uh, Among Us. Among, Among Us. Us. What? No, you're not doing tasks. No, you're not doing that's that. what I pictured. But I'll no, put no, it, no. But it's kind of like, do you want the area lit and you can see, or do you want to just have to like beat your way so through this? I'll put okay. it like this. I'll beat my way through. <laughs> <it>. Stand back. <laughs> I want the dark. I don't want to see this. <laughs> don't make me get you. <laughs> I'll get you with this anyway. Um, so the um, the the puzzle though is like you see one red line on the wall, or like goes through like underneath, and and that's like the electricity that's turned off. And the one that's on is actually a blue strip that looks exactly like that, actually, and yeah. it goes to a, a a fuse box. So the first time they introduced this to you. You walk all the way through this brightly lit room, like no signs of necromorphs coming at all, right? You get to the other side, cause, and you got to flip the fuse so you can turn on the elevator, get downstairs. Mm -hmm. When you flip the fuse, you hear the and all the lights mm -hmm. in the fucking place go off. And then the emergency lights start to come on one at a time. But then you also hear the tink, tink, yeah. tink. And then you hear something come in the fucking room with it's you. Poor and like, little tink, tink. You know? Poor little tink, tink. Um, yeah, so you're just like, oh, fuck. No, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, they've no, no. absolutely um, up the audio game for sure, too, because there's some I, there's some points I don't even know that they're in the room with me. That's how sneaky they are. Ooh. And, like, there's been times where I'll literally, like, I'll shoot, a, I'll shoot like, two of them in the face, and I'll be like, gotcha, bitch. And I'll turn around, and one of them crawled in the room and all the fucking, like, craziness. Yeah. And he swipes at me. Also, the death animations are cool, and you can skip them. I, dude, if you asked me six months ago if this is how this was going to go, like, I would have told like you there's no way that Dead Space Remake would set the standard for remakes going forward because now this has just set a trend i hope you guys know that it also made it's the new avatar it also made an impossible hill to climb for the resident evil 4 remake that comes out in sure March. fucking did so i mean you're gonna be playing that one right that's gonna be yeah. delayed it's gonna be delayed resident evil 4 you think I, I don't think it's gonna be delayed no dude they they put out a resident evil game every year in that time slot Oh shit, you're right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you think I'll about the last five that. years, like yeah. Mike, you think it's gonna be delayed because of this? It would be interesting to see if they were like they oh, scramble. Yeah, if they basically did what everybody did after Elden Ring and was like, I'm not putting my game out this year. <laughs> like we're waiting. We don't want to touch that. Yeah. But truthfully, I think I mean, you know, Dead Space was inspired by Resident Evil Four. Yeah. And the fact that they both have significant remakes coming out. Um, within a month of each other in this new like landscape of having to raise the bar with remakes every time they come out like 
I just kind of feel like maybe Dead Space set the standard a little bit too high for Capcom to clear the bar. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I just hope I just hope that Capcom took every feature creep into fucking account that they're ready to roll patches out if they need to. Yeah. Like, and I hope that they take a look at what ha- what dropped at the end of this month and the next two months of development that they have. They use that to maybe reposition like they can't fix anything structurally with the game at this point no but i mean like as far as features ui like there every video game should i think should now have this feature where you know how like you boot up the menu and you just hit continue and you know how sometimes it goes to like a loading screen and then it goes to wherever you last like left off you know your Mm -hmm. save point when you hit continue the menu literally just goes away and then the camera zooms out from the and you're already in the game yeah that is fucking crazy. That's cool. That's insane. Also, this game only rolls up uh, shaders once. It takes mm. like three minutes, but then you're done. You don't ever have to. So the game starts up just like that. Oh, cool. <laughs> like I'm saying, it's like they took a lot of time and care with it. And it's clear that they really love it. And there's no fucking way that they're not doing the sequel. And I yeah. mean, like, it's not. I mean, like, that sequel is not coming in five years. That sequel is coming. I say they all announce it six months from now and it will be out a year from then. Yeah, I mean, if uh, it's got to already be in development. If it's not, I mean, they're not going to like build it in like a new end. They're going to take all of this shit basically and rebuild. Oh, I'm too. Uh, well, it's it's the Frostbite three engine. It's mm-hmm. the same engine that they make all um, uh, Battlefield games, Jedi Fallen Order yeah, was all made. Of those. In that. All the EA games mm-hmm. are made in that engine. So this is the first one to use the newest form of that engine. So. Um, yeah, but what no. I'm saying is they're just going to be like, okay, I'm going to take all these files. I'm going to yeah, put yeah. them right here. I, I was That's what I'm saying is that they'll they'll be able to you know do asset transfers. They're going to use the same assets. But I, I'm thinking the game's already in dev. Like they're already like uh, oh, yeah. at more, more than halfway done with the sequel. You know what I mean? I would bet that as well. Yeah, because yeah. this is a, obviously a profitable franchise for mm-hmm. um, EA. The one thing I did um need to check out is the sales numbers because because that's all that really matters is the sales <laughs> numbers well i want to know <laughs> gotta get your hits in huh? that's how we measure success in this country well in a capitalist <laughs> society yeah um where are we at the 24-hour peak of steam was thirty thousand players shit okay and that's just steam yeah um let's see i don't know if you're gonna be able to Get an update. Uh, I wish I had some like, waiting music. Yeah, we might not get anything just yet. We need like a fart, like a blah. Yeah, we need like a... <laughs> oh, yeah, like... Wah, wah. We're going to follow up the drum roll with like success or failure. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah, we're going to need... um. They're going to need like a week or so. That They won't release those numbers until nah. like next week. But either way... They're just smoking their cigars right now. There's a lot of people playing it right now. Uh, it's very good if you're playing it on PC and you have a 4K monitor. Just drop it down to 1440p. My frames doubled immediately. Like they have, they have a problem. It's not like I say. Like there was multiple people who were listing their high end rigs who was like, I can't run this like, game. Why is this game. not working? Yeah. Um, and so, f- like we said, future of the franchise definitely Dead Space Two remake. Dead Space Two redo Dead Space Three. That's what I say you should do. And um, as far as what happens with Callisto Protocol at this point, um, they should disband. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, we don't. It's I, I think I think as if they want to, if Callisto Protocol wants to continue, they need to realize that they need to have a wholly original idea 
and not be this weird pseudo successor to Dead Space because the dead because Dead Space is now back. Right. You know what what, I mean? what they wanted to like give what they wanted to Callisto. Qu- yeah. They've already they've like no nope, we're good Dead Space. Had they done with Callisto what the Dead Space remake has done this past weekend nobody would have been talking about Dead Space remake. It would have been like, or it could have been like, well, what's better, Callisto or Dead Space? I yeah, don't it's, know. It's not but a it's, contest. It's an obvious choice. Like, it's there. Uh, I could, you couldn't even put them in the same league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's, as far as quality is concerned, because I'm pretty sure Callisto did sell well enough to get a sequel greenlit, so. Um, Most things do now. Yeah, you know, uh, it really <laughs> goes to show, it sold enough to get a sequel. That means it's good. <laughs> He's gonna hit him. He's gonna go over to the desk and he's gonna hit him. <laughs> it's just he's changing. I'm just, I'm just he's playing by cha- his terms. He's changing my argument though. He's changing my argument. All right, it's all right. Unfair. We're not. We're not doing okay? this. Okay. Like, at least beat my point. Well, here, you guys can fight in the Change backyard. It. I'll record it for next week's Let's clip of the week. Let's an octagon. We'll just beat our way right. through the dark. <laughs> Don't make me use this. <laughs> Don't make me use this. Okay. Um, so Oscar nominations, everybody. Holy shit. Blah. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt, everybody. No, um, so we do have some uh Oscar nominations that dropped. Now I have a couple of them here. I have, like, all the major categories. The one thing I did want us to look up together is what is the difference between best adapted screenplay and best original screenplay? I think one is an original concept and one is adapted adapted, from something else. But that's the thing is that I looked at the movies that were nominated and I'm like, what was that adapted from? Probably adapted from books or something, I guess. Actually, that's a good question, but I would assume it's, like, obviously adapted from other material. Original screenplay is wholly original. Like, holes... Best adapted. Uh, and we can all agree on that. And we that. can all agree on that. <laughs> Fantastic film. I don't know. Best Burke. original, best I don't know everything. how much money it made, so, you know, it, it could be dog shit, you know? Hey. It could be total fucking dog. Why even talk about it? You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. Figure, or of out, course what, we figure could, out what the we hell We could this go means. the other way, you know? It, we, it could have made a billion dollars, and then, you know, then it's in the pantheon of film, you know? Shia LaBeouf wouldn't be where he is right now if it made a billion dollars. That is true. Um, Pat, this is just a technical note for you. You're 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 creeping pretty far into Mike's frame. <laughs> yeah, I can see like he's there, just like real, real all close. Right. Um, all right, I'm not even gonna read them then. Yeah, all right, I guess. Yeah, it says from previously established property, but I guess I didn't know that those things were previously established which, which properties. Might, okay, well, so that that's, I don't know what the yeah, list that's is. pretty loose actually. Yeah, so like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you you could be like, yeah, this was a character somewhere, so I adapted it. Exactly. So all right, so I just have normally what the biggest categories are, what all the talk is normally around. Um, so first up is best actress. Okay. They nominated Kate Blanchett for Tar. Yep. I haven't seen that movie, but I saw like the four clips that she's in. She's good. Um, Ana de Armas for Blonde. Haven't seen that movie, but listen. <laughs> I've seen the four clips. Um, <laughs> she's good. Once again, I saw the clips that matter. I saw the blowjob, saw clip. The blowjob <laughs> clip. I saw the pooping on yourself <laughs> clip. Um, I saw the threesome clip, and there's something else. Either way, um, she's Ana de Armas, everybody. Uh, <laughs> She earned it. Um, Andrea Riseborough is in uh, to Leslie. I don't even know what that is to Leslie. Michelle Williams for the Fablemans. I haven't watched Fablemans. I heard it's good though. I really want to see that one. Um, Watch four clips. 
Yeah. Michelle Yeoh. Everywhere. It was it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I saw this movie. I, I don't think we've ever talked about it on the show. I liked it, but I didn't like fall in love with it. You know I, think I, mean? I think it's. I think good. it's gonna sweep. Oh, it has to. Yeah. It, it, it's. It's. I don't. I don't think there's a single person on this panel that knows of or like all these other movies that like is nominating for ever for everything everywhere all at once like i, I think it got like 10 or odd 11 11 yeah. oscar nominations and like if you look back at like previous years generally whatever like gets the most in like supporting categories will almost always yes. there's a couple like you know obviously mm-hmm. outliers um, but i'm having serious deja vu right now and you and i are about to get into a heavy disagreement about this category oh yeah yeah he knows I'm gonna, well, <laughs> I'm no, gonna fight you I, on it. I am already the of the theme. belief that everything, everywhere, all at once is the um is the hot the hot pick for Academy people who think they're like like look at this indie film that I'm not like that. I think Tar is that. I mean, Tar's got that air too. Tar's got every, big time got that air. <laughs> Tar, you're right. You're right. It does big time have that air. But the difference is, I saw everything, everywhere, all at once, and I know what it's worth. And I don't. I don't think. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's great. It's actually, and in parts, it's amazing. Mm. And there's, and like the last thirty minutes is some of the craziest shit I've ever seen, uh, in, on that scale of film. Uh, however, I just like I was not like head over heels for it like everybody else was. I'm not I saying even, it's bad. I didn't even hear about Tar until the, exactly. the nominations. It's, it's came coming out on saying. it's coming out on Peacock like, like within a week or like, so. I think, I think or everything it everywhere. I heard a thing about it. Yeah, I think everything everywhere all at once is so to speak the Academy darling this yeah, year. Yeah, I like, completely agree, especially with everybody in it. What's a little annoying is I think Jamie Lee Curtis got best she's supporting. Support, yeah, she's a supporting role in that. Yeah, she has no. But what's the other actress's name? Who the, who's the antagonist? Because um, she also got like the daughter. Oh, okay. She also got nominated. Uh-huh. Um, and like she basically is as important in that as the main character. I th- I was like, they just threw this to Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, I don't think that she should have gotten nomination. Uh, well, that's weird because out of anyone in that movie, I think Jamie Lee Curtis should have got a nomination. Are you kidding? The please, daughter please is. Don't spoil it because I haven't seen. Okay, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I not won't saying, spoil it, the. Uh, but I think the, the. Once again, I'm not saying she's bad. Yeah, but no, it's just like the out intro. Of when I watched it, out of the people I would pick, when I walked out of the movie, I was like, Jamie Lee Curtis. Fucking uh, isn't crazy that her that first? Is that her first nomination? I have no idea. I think it's her. I think f- they're going to give it to her as like a lifetime achievement. I think it might be thing. like. I think it like may be her first, but yeah, I don't think so. It's a hundred percent like that. Yeah. Um. So then we'll go into best actor, um, Chris Brett, uh, Austin Butler for Elvis. Mm-hmm. Somebody, uh, I was listening to somebody I can't remember who it was who said that Austin Butler took somebody's spot. Really? Yeah, that they think that Austin Butler robbed somebody of somebody else. like who like whoever the expectation was. It mm-hmm. was not going to be Austin Butler. Really? That got that nomination? Yeah, I would. Which is Tom weird. Hanks. I would. Yeah, I would have put. I would have put all my money on Austin same. Butler because like that man was stuck in the Elvis voice. No like, Tom. No Tom Cruise. I can't believe that. I could not believe that. Um, Colin Farrell though for the uh whatever he's in now the Banshee of the Banshee of uh, inner in 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 a Sheeran in a Sheeran of Sheeran the Banshee of Ed Sheeran yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, is Colin Farrell in there twice? No, he's not. Not as the penguin. Which is once again <laughs> how, how? Oh, come on! What how? are you showing me? How? Um, Brendan Fraser, obviously for the whale. Yeah. I think I think he has it down in this category for best actor. Well, who else we got? Well, no, he's not in this category. 
You're talking or, about Q Q Han. No, no, no. I'll I'll tell you when you're done. Okay. Uh, then Paul Mescal for After Sun. I don't even know what that movie is. Mm-hmm. Or and then Bill Nye for Living. Right. Don't know. So you don't. I I think it's I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Austin Butler. I think that. Brendan Fra- Fraser, 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 Fra- Fraser, 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 set, no yeah, not, not, no not, not, not a TV, <laughs> set phasers to Brendan, set phasers to Brendan, I think him and Colin uh, are going to split, like what would be, <laughs> they're going to share it, well, no, they're, they're going to like, rip they're going to, they're going to, they're going to split like that part custody. of it, and then Austin Butler's just going to kind of get handed it. Because I think he's going to, like, everybody's going to be, like, him and somebody. Bro, they gave out one trophy. No, I know. I'm saying they're going to split the bottom vote and oh, then, like, okay. you know, like, kind of basically. Uh, they're going to be saying. the spoilers of the, of the vote. Yes. And hand it off. These damn Ralph Nader types. Anyway. <laughs> yes. um, Marianne Williams. I think, I think he's going to get so, it. Because, like, okay. everything on the internet, everybody loves him. Like, so, best director. Um... I was going to save this one till we talked about best picture because in my opinion, I don't know how the fuck you get a best picture nomination without a best director nomination. Explain to me how Avatar The Way of Water has a best picture nomination, but James Cameron doesn't have a best director. There's no bigger movie. I don't understand that. And not bigger like box office. I mean scope. Yeah. Like the amount of people this man had to direct on set, you, like you want to know the why? amount of moving pieces, like Pat, the same thing. Hold why? on, the same thing happened in 2010 with Christopher Nolan and Inception. He the Inception got nominated for Best Picture, Best Writing. He all didn't this get a shit. nomination. He didn't get a Best Director nomination. Huh. How Inception was lit? Not, but maybe not box office. It might have been one of the top ones. Um, but as far as like literal on the ground direction of a movie, like all of the moving pieces involved with that film, how did he at least not get a yeah, nomination? so much practical effect? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, like you're seeing through the director's eyes when you're watching a movie. So how the fuck does does best picture happen, but best director doesn't? Can I, can Same I thing happened to question? Bradley. Um. Bradley, Bradley Cooper, um, with, with a, a star, star is born. born. Yeah, it all it got lit up for everything except best director. Hmm. So, how do you quantify best director? To me, it's like does the vision of the director come through in the movie? And do you? So, my question is, Avatar in all its glory, as getting best picture. I I don't want to. Ha- I don't want to make a decision on whether that's a good or a bad thing. Um, but it's in there. But do you think that that movie has like James Cameron's fingerprints all over it to the point where the filmmaking style, the the way the camera moves, screams James Cameron? And you know what I mean? I thought thought absolutely. Without a doubt. Now, does that rise to the level of being like, wow, this is some really great direction? Or is it like this is just he did a giant blockbuster, a big, huge movie? Well, I mean that. Well, that's the other thing too is that I feel like this is the first list in a while that actually kind of blurs the lines a bit for blockbusters. That's a, it's a good point that you, you know? bring it up. Like I'm confused as to how those are like Cause separate because you have I, best cinematography, right? That's right. A, that's a whole other but, thing. But that's but that and like but the cinematographer is like that's the how the movie looks you for know sure. What I mean? But like, there, yeah, and there's like. But like, yeah, like that best picture and best director. Like, I feel we could get rid of one of those. Probably like best. I, you know what? Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's, yeah, it's weird. Weird, right? And like, here's the other thing too. So I think 
from just watching the movie. It's direct. It's a director's vision. You're feeling and thinking and experiencing things that they want you to experience. How well they do that is determined by oh. how confident of a filmmaker they what are. What do you think about the like his choices where the studio told him to cut parts out, like where you're sta- like looking at the underwater scenes for. In my opinion, it two goes minutes. on for too long. Do you think it could be something like that where it's just like they think he's overindulgent as well, a director? I think it's a combination of like the literal vision, but it I mean it has to be that and I think from my experience and everything that I have at least to offer in film discourse is that the director is the head of the artistic and the technical department. He meets on both of those things. If you're making a simple rom-com or like a uh, fucking, um, what are all those movies that came out in the 90s that everybody likes? Like 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. Oh, uh, like John Hughes, coming of age movies. John, like John yeah. Hughes movies. Like if you're me, like that does not take a, a master of fucking technical wizardry to make those movies. You know what I mean? But in the case of Avatar, James Cameron, like that guy's mind is working on a level in regards to film that most people can't even comprehend until he gets the previs out of his fucking head. You know what I mean? It's going right. to kind of look like this, except it'll look like real people because we won't make the movie until that happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's that, that element as well that like, it's not just maybe the vision. It's how, how great, like what effort does it take for you to put something like that together and make it coherent and digestible but for does that, mass appeal? You know what I mean? Would that fall under best director or best picture? That's what I'm saying. That, like, that's the fucking, a, like, exactly. don't they go hand in hand? So we, me, yeah, we don't what understand. What you're saying is that's a monumental achievement to be able to take all these things, whereas best director would be, is this a clear, concise, well-told story that like touches the audience, which I that's where I think it's lacking. Well, I, yeah. It's a big technical achievement, and it's crazy that he did it, but I don't think it rose to the level of being like, wow, this man had this amazing story that he told. I think we just don't know how they quantify yeah. best director versus best picture. I know exactly picture. how they quantify these things. How much money did they make? Well, so the way that they do it is like obviously they do like the Oscar campaigns, like the four year consideration versions and shit. Yeah. But the way that they actually break down the movies is by alphabetical order or it's by genre or it's by this and like dude you know that they campaigned for mia goth of course there's a ton of campaigning mia goth straight up said that she doesn't think that the academy respects horror and i don't think so either because how she wasn't nominated even like right uh, you know like she gave i think one of the best performances of the year and that's because her performance was listed her movie was listed under horror, and I would not be surprised if they didn't even look at that. And I think that, I mean, I think Angela Bassett was the best one in that movie. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, but upon further reflection. Dude, I that was, when I went maybe, and saw it, I, don't, I, I really thought she, like, was so hammy in that movie. It's, I'm like... I'm like kind of split on it now because mm. I've gone back and I've rewatched some of these things and it's like just the scenes of the actors to like prepare for this. And I'm just like, maybe, mm. you know, maybe I was in the hype or something like that. But like, I genuinely believe that they, they, they pick the, the darlings out of, of course, out of yeah. the genres. They like, I made a post about how the Academy is only interested in depressing the ever loving shit out of you <laughs> every year at this point. And the reason I, I made that point was because 
Steven Spielberg thinks that the Dark Knight got cheated out of the Best Picture. Not just the nomination, the win. Right. And the reason for that is because they didn't cons- they they will not consider an action movie for a Best Picture nomination. It just wouldn't happen. Right, because it has time. to be like some big it's dramatic. Be some big like, dramatic. Like that movie Nomadland that won Best Picture by Chloe that's a, Zhao. That's a weird year that though. It, that was like random COVID well, year. No, that wasn't a COVID year. This was, that was not. No, that was like 2018. I'm pretty sure 2019. 2018, because 2019 was Shape of Water. Um, Nomadland won Best Picture with Frances McDormand. She, I believe she also won Best Actress. I or think that might so. have been for the three billboards outside my ass in Missouri yeah. or something like that. <laughs> outside uh, my ass. Um, either way, my point is is just that um, uh, it's the with the with um, where it's got to be like a dramatic like yeah, you know um, tug with, on your heart uh, make you feel Nomadland bad. all that shit right yeah yeah yeah. They they were like, okay, that woman won an Oscar. She must be a great writer and director. Let's hire her. Oh, no. Uh-oh. It's the Eternals. Okay? <laughs> like, I don't think that Nomadland was necessarily a bad movie, but I watched Nomadland, and I'm like, this, like, this is just some lady driving around in a van, like, depressing the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> Shitting in I, the bucket. Like, <laughs> how did this win Best Picture? Can I throw something like, in there? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. So for me, Pat, you and I both have theater backgrounds. Yes. Um, so to me, the reason I think a lot of those films do well, especially because the the Academy is made up of those type those of people. people, it's much harder to convey subtle emotions rather than like in a big blockbuster. The emotions that you're trying to convey are much bigger and obvious and like big anger and big sadness and big excitement, whereas Nomadland goes like i didn't even see that but i'm saying something along those lines would i'm assuming would get into the subtleties of the human condition that's a fair point but that's kind of like to pat's point it's like that's what they're looking for right versus you know like you know but the range of different things but now what they've done by driving this path completely agree is you have created this space where now there is a huge divide between the Academy and the audiences that they serve. Mm-hmm. Less and less people even watch this show every year. They try to cut out awards as much as they can, and then the unions get all pissed off. Okay? Like, it's time to just let this shit go. Or mm. give them out online. Send them a certificate, something. Like, it's nobody. nobody's interested in, wa- in watching this and especially in the age of online discourse where everybody gets to have their own opinion. Well, what's, um, what is the, at the end of the day, what is the point of the awards? Exactly. Is it for the industry to say, hey, we really respect the work that you're doing? Or is it for an audience to say, like, yeah, the people we like got an award? It's for the industry to, like, masturbate Pat itself too. on the yeah. back, yeah. yeah. Which I think is, I mean, like, it might be masturbatory, but I do think it's... It, when it when the awards first started started out, I would assume it wasn't like broadcast. It was just an industry thing. And because, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Because viewing audiences but like was, and know these people, they were like, "Oh, I want to see that." And but it was it more genuine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. So I, well, to me, I would say it's like I know we can mean, say yeah. whatever we want about the award show, but it, it it doesn't really matter what we think. It's an industry thing for industry people, and that's it too. The people that vote for it are industry people, and if you are a super popular actor, then like you know you have sway. You can throw a bunch of money, throw a yeah, bunch I, of parties, throw a bunch of shit. Like it's as as is everything. How is political. in the fuck did the Batman only get nominated for best VFX? 
I don't like Paul Dano didn't get a fucking nomination. That's a shame. That yeah. is a Paul shame. Paul Dano that's didn't a get snub. Matt Reeves didn't get a fucking best director nomination. A best writing. Like, are you kidding? The fucking climax of the movie is told to you in the beginning of the movie, and it's still effective. I know. Like, what the fuck? That and was, they, and they the, just the, the overlooked message. that. The message of the movie, too, it was trying to be topical and talk about these socio-political things that are going on. It's not just some dumb action movie. Exactly. It's actually like, relevant and also will still be timeless. And it's like, not like you're going to look at it and be like, oh, that was for this specific thing, and that's why it's not good anymore. And, like, incredibly well-acted, incredibly well-written, paced, Made, I mean, it was a, yeah. it was an audience pleaser. It was a critic pleaser. It's like everything you could fucking want in a movie, and they didn't even recognize it. And that's the thing that pisses me off is that there's so many things that do the things that qualify as this was a great success in our industry, and they don't even recognize it because all of this this shit you never hear about starts getting like Oscar buzz, and it's all dumped in the last six weeks of the year, mm -hmm. and then. After it gets Oscar buzz, then it gets its theatrical release in January and February because nobody's fucking going to the movies. So everybody goes and sees them. Yep. And then the awards come, they get their awards, and then nobody ever talks about them again. Yet we'll sit here and talk about Avatar 3 for the next so, 52 weeks. Yes. And that's kind of my problem with the Academy. So this brings it back to, is it for us or is it for the industry? So... The movies that we're talking about, the Batmans of the world, the Avatars of the world... They are getting recognition constantly from all people across. They're making fuck tons of money, and everybody's like, James Cameron, you, you did it. You're a master. So these <laughs> awards are to say the smaller independent movies, the movies that wouldn't normally get recognized by viewing audiences, the in industry can say, we see you and we respect what you're doing. I think you're giving them way too much niceness. I'm yeah. not saying all of the time, but when a movie like that, like right, so, like Tar that nobody's ever fucking heard of. That's it, no. The way, what you're talking about is like for cans, for Baftas, like for things like true. that. Those are for what that is. This with the Academy is them being like, here is the most successful, popular, the best thing in all of movies for the year, and it's coming out of my mouth, so you know that it's true. Yeah. I think and it's, if you I don't think it's like it, that. fuck you. And that's kind of the attitude. Yeah, all of those other ones, like which is how a lot of them and like don't get me get wrong. A we, lot of Nick, recognition we, at camp. We watched the Oscars in college together, and we all got fucking hyped when Leo finally won, especially for The Revenant, a great movie that also deserved all the recognition it got. Right, but um. You know, so I'm not saying I'm not but happy I mean, even, when someone's not recognized. Even that, like, that was more of a, like, hey, we recognize that Leo hasn't gotten the love that he's deserved. And that he crawled in the dirt for eight weeks to get this award. Like, <laughs> let's give it to him already. You know, he fought a bear. His competition wasn't great that, wasn't that great that year, though. You know, I think it was, like, fucking that, that, um, uh, I am the danger. He was one. I am uh, the danger. Um, uh, uh, with the hat. Heisenberg. Um, oh, uh, Walter White yeah, with Breaking uh, Bad. What's his name? Brian Cranston. Brian like Cranston. he was in there for something. For like, what? It wasn't really strong. It's like, oh, as the villain in fucking Power Rangers. That's right. right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Or okay. Godzilla. <laughs> so let's move into best director. We got Martin Martin McDowell um, with the Banshees of In uh, In 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 Whatever. We have uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Schnert or Schneier Schnert Schnert. <laughs> In everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, you know the Dan's, Qual uh, and Schnurz. Danny Dan. <laughs> we got Steven uh, Steven Spielberg Steven for Alan Jacobs. <laughs> Steven Allen Jacobs for the Fablemans. We have Todd Field for Tar, and we have Ruben Oslund for Triangle of Sadness. Never heard of that one. 
I've heard of it. It's, who's who's in it? That's really fucking famous. Uh, there's somebody who's. Yeah. I saw. I saw it like an Daniel Schnert. Mr. Schnert is reprising his role as a director in this film of Triangle of Sadness. Uh, there's oh Woody Harrelson. That's who's oh, that's in it. Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, these are interesting. It'll be. I'm I'm really curious as like because everything what I've been seeing with Tar, I'm curious as what it's gonna pick. Like, I feel a lot of things are like randomly gonna or potentially sneakily might be that. But I don't. I, I I still think everything everywhere all at once is just gonna like clean the house. Um, also, we didn't even talk about uh, that. A twenty four also has like the most nominations of any studio ever. I yeah. Think. Really. Yep. Wow. Um. So then we have. I mean, A twenty four is another studio that's on my list, though. Yeah. Of, <laughs> on your list of of they make great things, they but smell they their don't own farts. But they but they make great things, but they smell their own farts too much, like to the ratio of great things that they make. Right. You know what I mean? You're like, like, yeah, you only get so much leverage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if you were putting out fucking heaters every time, I'd be like, that's right, wafted in. That's right. Let me get some of that too. <laughs> For me though, I'm glad but that they I'll take walk behind chances. You. They take chances on weird shit. Yeah, which yeah. I don't appreciate. get me wrong. Like I'm into that. Like I- I'm all for that. Like, but I mean, fucking, what's his name? Goatman at the end of the Lamb or whatever. With like, it's not I, for you. It's just no, no yep. thanks. Get the fuck out of here. Nope is nowhere on any of these. I, you know what, I. I, I recognize that, and the joke of Nope has been um, fulfilled. Yes, <laughs> with this, with it lacking nominations, <laughs> the whole point of Nope has been realized with its lack of nominations. Nope. That um, Jordan Peele decided to make a film about spectacle. How we can't get enough of spectacle yet. Somehow it doesn't get the recognition it deserves. And Avatar wins, or not? Yeah. yeah, and yet. The Academy probably watched that movie and just missed the whole fucking point of it. And we're like, oh, well. Was that Jake Paul that so, tweeted that shit? It's or was so it Logan sad that, jo- that Jordan's just making blockbusters now. You know, he, he really wowed us with Get Out. But I guess now he's just making alien movies, you know? <laughs> you know, he's no Spielberg. But. How's that Avatar movie doing, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I heard James is a prick on set, though. So let's take that director trophy away from him. We'll dangle Best Picture <laughs> in front of him. Canadian. <laughs> Where's Tom Cruise at? Eh? Eh? <laughs> okay. Uh, best cinematography, All Quiet on the Western Front. I don't know how anything else will win no, after that. No, it's going to be that. It's going to be that. Um, Bardo, False Chronicle of hand, of a Handful of Truths. I don't know what that is. Elvis? Meh. Maybe. Meh. Maybe. Um, I it depends. It, I on, it was interestingly shot. There was a lot of sweeping camera motion. Well, it's cool. It's well, Boz Lerman. It's, yeah, like, yeah, but, but not not thing. to undercut that. He, but, he didn't yeah. get nominated for best director either. That's fine. Um, that was and spectacle. He's straight. What? And he's straight. Okay. Really? I, yeah, that's because he. Well, it's like you no, know, this is a Twitter thing you're right now. That, this is a straight man can have a little flair. What the fuck? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying a straight man can have the level of Boz Lerman <laughs> uh, without raising some questions. That's all I'm saying. I guess have we heard it on Twitter. He's got yeah, a lot. I was going to say yeah. Twitter is doing it's, its Twitter This literally thing. just happened this week. Yeah. This is not an irrelevant thing. Okay, well, I'm not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> That's true. Elon you got, Musk you got, ruined that You got me. it, Seth, That's Donnie. what did it. Um, so, uh, <laughs> best VFX, all quiet on the Western Front. Uh, Avatar The Way of Water has to win. The Batman, as much as I love it, no, it, it, Black Panther and Top Gun Maverick. Interesting thing about Top Gun Maverick, 
ninety percent of that is in camera. So yeah. how the fuck how the fuck is this clarified? And it wasn't on for best cinematography, right? I don't think it got a nom. Which like that's ridiculous. If you're literally fucking flying in a fighter they jet, invented cameras. Yeah. The, and that's what I'm saying is that like they I don't know when they make these technical awards I don't think that they know what they're talking about no I complete and like I, I I don't know I just like they don't like Tom Cruise anymore <laughs> like they they're staying away they from owe him. it to him though they do um best original screenplay um Banshees of Inisherin um everything everywhere all at once Fableman's Tar Triangle see it's all you know I know um it's all the same best picture All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar The Way of Water, um, Elvis, Fableman's Tar, Top Gun Maverick, w- Triangle, of Sam- Triangle of Sadness, Women Talking. Um, I can't see how it's anything else than Avatar or Top Gun. It should be. You know? We don't know if it'll will. Or and not. like, so. I, I already forgot what category we're in right now. Best, best picture. picture. Oh, okay. This is, I mean, and like, so I also, in that other part of that post that I made, the other thing that, um, that got my film friends upset was <laughs> that because that's who it was for. Um, the other thing that got them upset was that the Academy, I mean, the only reason that the box office survived COVID was because of two genres, horror and the summer blockbuster. Yep. The only reason movie theaters were able to stay open when there was no new movies coming out and AMC theaters reopened, they didn't rent fucking Gone with the Wind for people to come back to the movies. They rented shit like Star Wars. Star Wars, um, which one is it? Empire Strikes Back was the highest grossing movie of 2020 for a while. Yeah. Because like, it was the only wild. thing that was out. It's like so Fox, sure. It's not like they were renting like mo- like these these Oscar winning movies. You know, the no. one that as Nick so eloquently put that you know they're shining a light on you know the things that get recognition all year long <laughs> but my point is just that they shit on the things that are keep that are literally keeping their industry alive yeah, they're on go, some they're, level yeah they're going to the box and you know being I mean? like yeah well that's shiny people liked that exactly gonna, yeah. that's what i'm saying so um yeah no one's gonna go see nomadland in the middle of covid exactly. in theaters like, <laughs> nobody wants that life so um the i don't know how it's anything else but um, Top Gun Maverick or Avatar The Way of Water. What else? Do, re, read me the nominees again. All Quiet on the Western Front, which is, I, I think is a fantastic movie. Honestly, um, I haven't seen it, but I could see it going to something like that where it has popular appeal, but also is a little bit more art. It's not a box, like a big yeah, uh, yeah. blockbuster. It's a war well, movie. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. well, remember, 1917 came out, and that shit was in every category. And mm. I was like, I watched that movie, and I said, because remember, best picture is defined by greatest achievement in filmmaking for the. I was like, how the fuck did does anybody achieve anything else in filmmaking this year? When I watched 1917, I was like, that movie is an intricately choreographed dance from beginning to end, story and character and visuals. It's wild, all in one. Have you never seen 1917? Oh, dude, you have. Like, dude, I watched that movie. I was like, I am certain that is going to sweep the Oscars. And then I forget who won. It was 2019, so I think Parasite won. And I was like, listen, I like Parasite. And Parasite's- that got like no nominations. Mm-hmm. That got like five or I was six like, nominations. I love, I think Parasite's great. And I was like, but as far as achievement in filmmaking goes for 2019, I was like, Sam Mendes should have took that fucking award home. You, re- you got like, to watch, watch it when it. you can. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, it, 
I'm I'm definitely gonna check some of these movies out because I I don't know when the Oscars are. Um, let me just check it out real quick. Oscars broadcast date, um, March twenty Sunday, March twenty seventh at eight o'clock. Wow, that's late this year. I have no idea. I Normally don't it's in way. February. Yeah, we're just gonna get another slap. Oh I'm no! Wait, what the fuck, Chris Rock? Oh. Um, hold on, wait. That was wow. for the twenty. That was that felt like ages ago. Sure fucking did. Oh, no, March 12th. Sorry, that was last okay. year's day. So March 12th. So it is a little bit earlier this year. So, yeah, I'm interested to see who wins. And I'm interested to see how much uh, money Avatar makes between then and the Oscars. Well, that'll be interesting. Like, yeah. what, what, another week or, or yeah. another month or change it has? It'll give me more time to stand on my soapbox and be like, look at all you motherfuckers. I, it's, I think it's looking down gonna... on this genre while it's literally keeping your business alive. You su- your unions are paying their dividends with the credits <laughs> from this movie. You fuckers like I think it's easily going to do 2.25. Maybe it might do 2.5. I mean, if it's going past um, Titanic, it's going to do more than two six. Yeah. Then that's mad luxurious. It's true. That is mad luxurious. All right. Um, so speaking of mad luxurious, everybody, welcome to another game night. Okay. We are here. Did you forget about this? I did forget about this. Uh, I was was like, where's he going? (laughs) You're in for it. Um, so this week, uh, we have an, uh, aptly named segment that uh, Nick and I came up with. All right. You read, you read the official title and I'll read, I'll 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 read my title. AKA. You ever notice how we can't just have one thing? It says, I'll read what we decided on, and then Nick's like, and I brought the other thing that I said we should do. I, I, I love listen, editorializing. Listen. That is one of my favorite things to do. So I, I support it. That's, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad you love editorializing because he likes trivializing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, All right. Anyway, um, we call it Harry Potter and the Curse Reviews, and Nick would like to call I, it. I would like to call it uh, Sarcastic Reviews and Where to Shove Them. <laughs> <laughs> Yours can have a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Yeah, wait. So I saw this on the, our show notes, and I was like, "Is it the cursed child? Did so we like? Did something come out?" We have all we have all seen um, all the Harry Potter movies. We're not including the Fantastic Beast ones. So they're not Harry Potter movies. They're not. They're not. They're um, Wizarding World movies. Um. So, um, we're gonna do a read the tone deaf review, and you're gonna <laughs> guess the Harry Potter movie. Ooh, okay. Are you ready? Right, yeah. Is everybody ready? Yeah. Okay. So, first up. Let Hagrid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's it. That's I not tone deaf. Nope. I have I have so the way I approach these reviews, and I should let you guys know, is oh, that oh, I know what is, movie it is. is yeah, that, I'm good. Is that mm-hmm. I have chosen three to four reviews for each, but these are like short one sentence. There's not really too yeah. much intricate stuff. Um, because at this point on some of these review sites, some of these movies have been out so long, it's either, it's either just, I hate JK Rowling and all she stands for valid, uh, or here's a six paragraph essay on why it's my college thesis yeah, on this film. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. And so you got to find the ones that are really, that are, <laughs> that are really fucking heaters and yeah. they give you what you need. So first one up is let Hagrid fuck. 
Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. Very good. At the dance, and yep. he's got his tall yep. drink of water. <laughs> yep. and he's got his fur so, jacket. So we got two more. The two other reviews were a single good moment surrounded by a slow moving and bland adventure. And the other one is in which David David Tennant drinks the inflation juice and puts a man in a really big box. Also racism. <laughs> I would have got that instantly. <laughs> All right, ready for the next one? Hello, Father. Yes. <laughs> Interesting choices, but <laughs> they spend the first two hours meddling with the main character's love life and then go, ah, shit, there's only 30 minutes left as they force everything down my throat at once. Is this the fifth one, Phoenix? Order of the Phoenix. Um, what's the one? What's the one where he's like messing with Cho Chang? <laughs> He's messing with you. Well, I, have an, I have two more. I have two more things. Oh, here to okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so the going. main characters love life. They they also there's a point in the book where they try to give Harry like a love potion and it goes to Ron. Ramil Devane gives yeah. Harry the love potion and Ron gets it and then he has to cure him with the Bezoar. So which whichever one mm. has um the Slughorn in it, that's what it is. I think that's the same. Yeah, yeah, isn't that five? Right. I think it's Order of the Phoenix, but... Does he, want me to read the other I, I two? Give, I think it's six, but... I can't yeah, remember. Give, give me read, another. Read the next one. Harry Potter and the Endless Talking, two Quidditch games and a dead guy. <laughs> and a dead guy. Two Quidditch games and a dead guy. Here's the last one. I Swore thought, off porn in 2022, and I'm fully dying. Nothing is, nothing is enjoyable anymore. Not even this Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> These are from Letterboxd. <laughs> we pulled yeah. They really need you got you got to upload your ID to have an account yeah. on this website. <laughs> okay, so we can we can solve this. Mm-hmm. I I it's either five or six. I can't remember which, but it's whichever one Slughorn is the Defense Against the Dark Arts professor. So if we go through book one is Quirrell, book two is who. Book two is Gilderoy. Gilderoy Lockhart. Uh-huh. Then it's um then it's, it's uh werewolf. Um, yeah, Lupin. Lupin. Four is um Mad Eye Moody. Mad Eye Moody. Five. I think five is Slughorn because six is Snape, Snape, right? And seven they don't bother with it. Yes, okay. So, so you're right, it's five. I think it's five. I don't remember Quidditch in that one though. Well, I think they they're the point they're making is that there was not a lot of Quidditch. I'm is it five? Is it uh, Order of the Phoenix? <laughs> You guys are guessing Order of the Phoenix? I'm yeah. going to guess that. Yeah, I'm going to go with them. Okay, you're wrong. It is Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Fuck! Uh, <sighs> Mike, don't, I, don't bring me down with you again. You just read these, my guy. I know. Well, that's <laughs> why right. I said, I, Isn't Slughorn in the fifth one, though? Well, I, we just went through it, and it sounded like it was the fifth one, but I was leaning towards six, but yeah. Yeah, okay. We couldn't come up with five. Uh, who else could it be? I don't rem- I thought like Quidditch stopped in like by the third one. I thought like no, or no. whatever or whatever they don't show the Quidditch World Cup. Oh, you know what five was? Fucking uh it was that was when uh, uh what's her name shows up? Umbridge. Umbridge shows up. I saw that movie twice in And the she same teaches day. defense against the dark arts out of the like the book. Oh, yeah, out of like the old book. It's ju- yeah, it's just like yeah. Oh yeah, because that makes she sense. She doesn't want them doing practical lessons. It's, it's yeah, all she doesn't want to up. Yep. She's want an yep. uprising. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So then we have fuck, fuck. That's why we couldn't. There was no real lessons. That's why. <laughs> so I've just blocked her out of my brain. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, we should let Jacob throw a couple fastballs at Dobby the Elf's head. I just wanted to see what would happen. 
Jacob? <laughs> Who's Jacob? Who the fuck is Jacob? <laughs> I don't know. And then we have... Uh, well, Dobby... Uh, I, I, I have to uh, talk. I got to pull up the tweet. I, I got to read it. All right, even, read the next one. I didn't even see anything. Have I gone blind? Can't remember how many times I asked myself this while watching. I okay, so it's one of the later movies because they get real dark. So it's not the first one where Dobby shows up. <laughs> I, I found I found a tweet that I found on Tuesday. I'm going to read it really quick because it's thinking about when Dobby dies in the Harry Potter movie and they bury him on the beach, but he's in like a very shallow looking grave. <laughs> Imagine normal people discovering his hideous bloated corpse washed up on the beach and, and its picture end up in a tabloid as a cryptid. <laughs> Like, that's That'd be so awesome. fucking accurate. <laughs> they give him the most shallow sand grave. Yeah, that I'm do. thinking about it. It's more like <sighs> it's more like they just put sand on him. Yeah. <laughs> then they dug a hole, you know, which <sighs> is crazy because you think they'd have a spell for digging holes I, that are that's human. The, well, that's the first thing I said. <laughs> the whole point of it, in at least in the no, books, I want to bury him. Yeah. as he deserves it. Yeah, like they're like no magic, and they I was were, like, he's a fucking elf. All yeah. he is is magic. <laughs> like. Mike, you racist anti-elf motherfucker. Bro, I'm going to be smoking goblins in two weeks, all right? Uh, you call me whatever you want, all right? Anyway. Oh, true. Did we get all yeah. three? Oh, yeah. Did we get oh, all yeah, three? Give us the last that's, one. That's the, that's the only two I have for this one. Okay. Oh, so you're leaving us fucking without a pack. High and dry. So this was the second one again? Oh, have I gone blind? <laughs> have I gone blind? So Dobby first shows up in the second second book or the third book? This was the only Harry Potter movie I ever watched that I saw it for a second time and I didn't remember I watched the it the first time because it was so boring. Oh wait, read the first one again. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> In my opinion, we should let Jacob throw a couple fastballs at Dobby the Elf's head. I want to see what would happen. I also okay. want to see what would happen. Okay, Jacob was a character in one of the in Fantastic Beasts movies. Jacob I, Kowalski. Maybe that's who they're I have talking no about. fucking idea. Um, I have. I literally don't have any idea. What's the second one again, Pat? J oh, Jacob Degrom. We want him. Why are we having a Mets player throw? <laughs> Is it relevant? Are do you know? Is there that's a connection? See, here's the thing. When I started pulling these, I was like, I'm giving them obvious ones on some and other ones. I'm just like, this is the most unhinged. Okay, Jacob DeGrom is the pitcher for the Mets. or Who hit a bird? No, no, no. That is <laughs> that is and 20 any, odd any years given, ago. Any given day. It could be any pitcher in the MLB. No, what you're talking about I is for the... the um, Fabio. Yeah. What I, oh, wait. No, I know no. I'm mixing two things. That was you Randy... Are. What's his name? We're getting way off topic. We're now sports cast. Yeah. Um, Guys, this is simple enough. What's a dark Harry Potter movie that has Dobby in it? I feel like there's only really one. He's in two of them. I'm going to say five on this one. Order of the Phoenix. What about you? Is it... Is he no? He when does he die? He dies in Half Blood Prince, right? That's, yeah. Oh uh, no, that he dies in the last in the Deathly Hallows. Deathly or? Hallows, because they're staying at the Shell Cottage, so they're on. They're looking for the Horcruxes at that point. So I think it's that's in. I'm gonna the say seventh book. I'm gonna say it's the part one of seven. And what do you say, Nick? Dobby also shows up. But that's the thing is like in the book, Dobby's way more present than in the movie. These are movies, dude. They're not book reviews. Yeah. 
All right, then I'll then I'll again follow with you. I don't know. You are correct. It is Deathly Hollows Part One. There we go. All right. Dobby dies on the beach in Deathly Hollows Part yeah. One. Yeah. I was like, I know he doesn't die in the second <laughs> part, so I'm just like, okay. You ready? <laughs> ready for the next one? Yeah. Sure. Would rather watch my parents fuck. <laughs> Do they even know magic isn't real? Grow the fuck up. Do they know that they are on a movie set? This isn't real. I hope you know that. This person is dissociating hard. IDK, why this is everyone's fave. Like, huh? Hated it. Made me extremely jumpy. Can't recommend. Could have been so much. Okay. Have you guys guessed it off of that one? No. Could have been jumpy? (laughs) Like, I thought that that was the, I thought that one was the Read it again. Read it again. uh, IDKY, why this is everyone's fave. Like, huh? I would assume that's the um, chamber or chamber of secrets. <laughs> I was thinking more. Um, it's either that or four. Like, that's I, feel, what I was thinking Goblet of Fire again, but I, we already did that. Are there duplicates, Pat? No. Maybe it's Prisoner of Azkaban because that's where we got Sirius Black. Um, yeah, but he wasn't really scary in those movies. There was the night bus. <laughs> I can tell you the last one, and that is the tell. All right. All let's right see yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Could have been so much better if Sirius and Ramus fucked. <laughs> there you go. All right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. The tension between the two. Yeah. yeah. So it's the third one. Yeah. Yeah. It is be prisoner of Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, that I thought like it was. A... I thought it was ever like I've never heard anyone say otherwise that everyone's favorite is the third one. Oh, a Chamber of Secrets. I feel gets like a lot of love. Yeah, I feel like that's the last one that they tried to adapt everything from the book, and that's the last one that they did everything from Harry's perspective. The third one is when Alfonso Caron showed up, I believe, and he wanted to do it like a world instead and make right. every character their own main character yeah. and their own story. I think story. just, yeah, because everybody loves Sirius Black and everybody loves Gary Oldman, as they should. And everybody wants to see them fuck. <sighs> I, that would be... What is, the fuck is, is, is he, the... Uh, is uh, he a werewolf when they fuck? And is he a dog when they fuck? Okay, well then it was... That would that would be something. <laughs> You're like, all right, okay. <laughs> that's, nice like, one, that's like a meme because yeah. like apparently there's a flashback where he's like, nice one, James. <laughs> like after they bully some yeah. kid. So um, and apparently there is a theory that Sirius actually can't physically tell the difference between Harry and James. That they look so similar that his brain actually can't. Uh, disassociate what? the two so that's why he called out i think James. it's i think it's just he's used to hanging well, out that's with that's friend. what everyone is like no that's and then all the fucking diehards are like yeah, no, no it's because he has a magic lot like he's he's so in love with whoever like he that's who he's it's like no shut up no and then the he was fucking thing, tortured for uh, 13 years in azkaban well, yeah. his brain's a little shot well the other thing that's is the last that time he had like solid food harry's middle name is james so, you know, right. I don't know who who calls other people by them, but maybe in no, this it's instance, it's it's purely he's like, yep, I'm remembering hanging yeah. out with your dad. Yeah. Oh, this is just like hanging out with your dad. Yeah. You know, and it's just a slip of his. Kiss. Anyway, that's, <laughs> so, that's what I say to all my friends. This is just like hanging out with your dad. Yeah. All right. So then we have and I push them through a door frame. I say, and that, they to die. My, I say that to my goddaughter all the time. I'm like, <laughs> this is just like hanging out with pops, you know? <laughs> all right. So here we go. You ready for the next one? Yeah. This is basically body horror. Ew, my God, why are straight people mm. like this? <laughs> Mormon sex propaganda disguised as Mormon wedding propaganda. What? <laughs> Is this all one review? And then here's the last one. Imprinting? Yeah, sure, buddy. Tell that to the judge. 
Read the first one again. I think it's Chamber of Secrets because I think it's when they drink the polyjuice potion if it's body yeah. horror. But also, again, it's like I thought the werewolf transformation sh- scene oh, that's, is fucked up. But isn't that in that's Chamber of Secrets? Uh, I'm uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of right? Azkaban. Yeah, yeah, that's more body horror. Oh, I mean, like they get all. But you guys already got Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Can you? Oh, what about uh, when they use the polyjuice potion to make everybody Harry Potter? You know, when when they when they're leaving Privet Drive, they do that. Their plan was to just have everybody. Oh, be Harry. right. Yeah. I don't know. What are the next next ones, Pat? This is basically body horror. Then there's oh my god, why are street people like this? There's Mormon sex propaganda disguised as <laughs> disguised have, as Mormon wedding propaganda. I don't understand any single part of that. Imprinting? Yeah, sure, buddy. Tell that to the judge. Imprinting. Is this a Twilight movie? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't like that you're winning. <laughs> Take a bow, Mike. Take Thank a bow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Because I remember, yeah, I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, and Jacob imprints on whatever well, Bella's okay, baby yeah, right, in her then, okay. stomach. So I figured that one would be the tell, but I was like, there's no way that neither of them are going to get this at this point. But now that we're talking about it, I remember in college telling you I had to read the Twilight book yeah. in one night. And you were like, oh, dude, it's a breeze. It's like written like a fifth grader. It's literally, it's, and it's written I like finished childhood the whole fanfic. book in one night and you, and I gave it to you and, uh, you asked me how it was, and my response was, I think fifth grader was generous. Like, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, that's the Twilight series, Breaking Dawn Part 1, everybody. Mike, I'm impressed. <laughs> thank you, thank well, you. The, well, the, with the werewolf thing, that also, like, there's a lot of subconscious, like, we were talking about Jacob before, and then we got werewolves. It's just, you you structured this in a lot of, like, breadcrumbs throughout the rest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm giving you more credit. You didn't do that, but so, that's how it was. Yeah, yeah, I didn't plan for that. Um... The other thing, though, is that I think is funny about the Twilight series is that the Twilight series is another Warner Brothers like IP that they tried to make as successful as Harry Potter, and it did make close. Like, don't get me wrong, oh, yeah. like it 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 more than was worth purchasing the movie rights for. But every single one of these movies sucks so bad. There's not a single good thing in any of them. <laughs> yeah, it gave all. us Robert Pattinson, so that's yeah. good. My favorite thing. <laughs> well, is that where, actually, like, I don't think that's necessarily true. Kristen oh. Stewart's also great, like <laughs> well, as an actress now. Like I yeah. think she's fantastic. But uh, no, but Nick Robert Pattinson started in Goblet of Fire. That was his first on-screen role. Yeah, but that, my he, son, he, he wasn't a star. That's from my boy. Yeah. His two yeah. scenes yeah, nah. is Cedric Diggory. My boy. Isn't that when he like That's walks down in? Is that one of the things? Like he floats down and like. Are you talking about Twilight or Harry Potter? I think in Harry Potter. Maybe I might be kidding them. Down it do what? go down. It do go down. It do go down. I think he like walks down. Like he comes in walking. What I'll find it. Walking down from what? Like the sky or something, or like that flies down. Not that I know of. Not in Harry Potter. He's not Jesus. All I right. mean, they're basically all Jesus in Harry all Potter. Right. Ready for the next one? Okay, so <laughs> it's really quite incredible how they can adapt a best-selling book into a two and a half hour long film in which nothing of any importance actually happens. I thought you were cracking yourself up. Now this feels like Deathly Hallows Part One. <laughs> then there's, then there's where they're just out in the woods the whole time. Right. I guess Part Two has a lot of woods in it as well. Then we have Harry is not a Potter. I sat through all eight <laughs> films and he never made one pot cl- pot clickbait garbage sucks balls. Then we have 
You know, cancel culture has gone a bit too far when a privileged white boy murders a professor with his bare head just because he was wearing a Wait. turban. Oh, 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 so we're in the first one. Sorcerer's Stone. That's right. <laughs> Not me. Not Hermione. <laughs> you. You. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> he murders a dude in a turban. <laughs> How does he kill him? What sort of magic is this? He 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 touches he, he touches his Harry and because he has the horror crux or oh. like Voldemort enemy kind of just like turns to stone and crumbles. Quirrell touches Harry. Yeah, I think in the books Harry touches Quirrell. Quirrell touches no. Harry in first, the and then he's like, "Oh shit!" And then yeah, Harry's and then like, Harry touches "Come here, you bitch!" Yeah. Uh, okay, then ready for the next one. Looks like shit, and J.K. Rowling a bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Tell it. <laughs> How the faculty is okay with this um, is beyond me. Are the parents aware of what the fuck is happening here? This is five. The first movie is like, quote, Oh my goodness, the sorting hat put me and my best mates together. <laughs> A troll is loose in the bathroom. He, he, he. And this one is like, quote, The Quidditch master is choked to death on her own blood. <laughs> Quidditch master. Wait, Oh, could this be the Battle of Hogwarts? Who's the Quidditch master? Uh, that's uh, I forget what her name. She had Betsy like DeVos. A- that's who it is. Yep. <laughs> oh, Betsy DeVos. <laughs> yeah, did she die in that fight? I don't remember her. Give us. Is that it, Pat? Was that all of them? He's like maybe. That's I don't you know. Got. Read them oh, again. Yeah. You got looks like shit, and Jacob Rowling is a bitch. How the faculty is okay with a war being waged on yeah, the, so it's war the war? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I fucking, I'm an idiot. I, I, yeah. I put that in there, and I knew I should have taken it out because I knew I would have just read. I because I skipped over it. Like, yeah, you skipped. You didn't say war yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah, All right, yeah, so that's yeah, the last yeah, one. Yeah, I get okay. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's a mulligan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get a point. <laughs> <laughs> what was the the Quidditch master's name? I don't remember. She's got the spiky yeah. silver uh, hair. Tia Dalma. Yes. Yeah. yeah, what's in in universe name you're asking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's her name, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. You remember, right? Tia Dalma? Aunt Dalma? <laughs> no, Tia Dalma. You <laughs> oh. <laughs> Show's Nick, over. Nick, Nick shut so, us down. Right. <laughs> okay. It seems like a massive amount of racial hierarchies and blood purity shit in this series yeah, this is a is red absolutely flag. Absolutely huh? the fifth one when they're talking about pure bloods and they're on the wall and they Dobby sucks shit. That <laughs> 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 we have too long. Harry Potter wears glasses like a nerd. How about he learns some spells to help him drink a beer and play football and get some bitches? <laughs> And no, it doesn't have to be this long. <laughs> and so that's all right. So side note, that's my favorite Harry Potter avenue of of insulting or like memory is when someone's like, bro, I, I'd watch Harry Potter if, if he like drank some fucking beers and like hung out with some bitches. You know, what I mean? like that's my favorite avenue because it's like. Bro, just say you like Harry Potter. It's fine. Like, nah, it's cool. It's, like, it's like, cool if you know. I I watch Harry Potter more if he, if he was smoking weed and like rolling in the club. Why don't like, you apparate yourself some bitches? Yeah. <laughs> Accio bitches. Accio bitches. bitches. And get out of here. <laughs> okay, so which one? <laughs> what, that's say, the Mike, fifth one. Five? Yeah, that's the Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> no? Hold on. How, wait. How do we have any left? We didn't. Oh, we did. Oh, no. We didn't do the second one. Right? 
We didn't do Chamber of Secrets. I guess not. That's we all didn't... about some like blood purity shit. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, the air of Slytherin. I am Mr. Oh. Dildo user. <laughs> or I am Dildo I am Master. Dildo Master. Yeah, yeah. Lord like Voldemort. Yeah. Like his they rearrange. Tom Marvel over. Yeah, so it's Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. All right, last one. Ready? Here we go. I could easily beat up Harry Potter and his stupid little wand. <laughs> My attention span did not match the timing of this movie. I'm surprised David Yates hates people with developmental disorders so much considering he clearly has one himself. Fuck them all for literally why did it have to happen? It was so unnecessary. J.K. Rowling, you fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird is the second one's not long. The second one is the longest one by far. It's two hours and 47 minutes. Is it fucking that long? Yeah, I thought, feel that long. And I thought the last one would be like a normal like finale, like three hours, like, you know, bye-bye. This that one's the shortest one at two five. There's no way the it's second literally one is that long. No, no, uh, the, the Chamber of Secrets, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm. Yeah, yeah. Chamber of Secrets is two forty-five. No I believe. shit. Let's see. It um, does not feel like that. I thought like Goblet of Fire was longer. I, I mean, I'm wrong probably, but yeah, two forty-one. That's the longest one. Yeah. What was Goblet of Fire? Uh, yeah, Chamber of Secrets. Go- oh, Goblet, Goblet of Fire is two thirty-seven. Right yeah. Um, Half Blood, two thirty three. Oh, I mean, like they're all these are I within mean, margins of ten minutes, right? But then, like you look at, oh, that's eighteen, not one. Um, but Deathly Hollows two, which I expected to be the longest, is actually the shortest because it's just set up battle. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? And uh, at the Deathly Hollows part one, I wanted to talk to you guys about. How do you guys do? You guys like that one? I don't remember. They're just in a tent in the woods. Oh, yeah. So that one is slow. It's really slow. Yeah, it's it's, slow. Do they do the Gringotts? It's A24's take on Harry Potter. I think they do the Gringotts thing. That's pretty cool. But It's slow, but that book is so long. I feel they took all of the wrong parts and yeah. like used oh, like... Yeah. You could have made a decent movie that was more interesting and i get that they had to do like they had to stretch it out so it could be two movies they had to stretch it out so it could be two movies and they're also like okay well we have to go get this horror crux and we have to go do this and we have to go do this and like i think like they the whole thing with dumbledore is they just see his fingers like black yeah they don't even like show any of like the fucking like or no they have to He's, make him drink the water and stuff yeah, right yeah, yeah that there's happened. that that's, yeah. that's not even in that's Deathly in Hallows. that's in the sixth one that's in half blood prince oh right okay never mind yeah i didn't like this that yeah. one then. and then snape murders dumbledore that's right yeah he's already dead at this point with the elder one that's... and then harry disarms snape so it's his one and it listens to him that's right and do you remember when voldemort tried to use the wand against harry it cracked mm-hmm. and then he snapped it and threw it over the side i hate that shit i'd be like why the, the, the spoils go to the victor bro take the wand give me that fucking wand yeah and what wands are using now oh by the way that's um, why you don't he's, he's, he's using whatever like wand. standard police issue wand is because he's a cop <laughs> <now>. yeah <laughs> like, um actually i saw some video from the harry potter broadway show during malfoy and harry potter's duel that they have they cross and, swords and there's obviously oh yeah and there's obviously a lot of like fireworks and everything but they do old school like when the like when somebody gets hit by a spell or when harry for instance dodges a spell he does the matrix right like he goes all the way back and they actually like slow the music down and him down and everybody on stage like pretends it's slow motion okay if you look a little bit closer though they're up against the black background and they're in spotlights and the way that they're able to move through the air and do all these things is because Someone's there's people in morph suits all in black like when they get hit by a spell and they flip around the stage they literally pick them up and spin them all together and then like 
they'll stop and like he'll do a spell that like puts him on the ground and then they'll put like it's just fucking have, crazy they only have jockeys <laughs> being the actual like actors for the main characters <laughs> yeah, so they're like little, yeah little yeah. people <laughs> hey did you ride a horse at some point oh, yeah just, me too how's your singing voice <laughs> it's up there <laughs> yeah i bet <laughs> um but yeah now i want to see that i'm i'm uh i'm very have you much seen it nick no not me neither. Are you I've guys familiar a, with the format? A, a, I've heard a break of Broadway. Of yeah, the I know, I'm the format of Broadway. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty well, sure. <laughs> okay, well, that's a little bit that's that's a little bit rude <laughs> considering it is very different co- compared to your normal standard affair. Um, first of all, before the pandemic, when you bought tickets, if you bought tickets, you bought tickets for two shows. If it was a Monday show, Act One was Monday, Act Two was Tuesday. Mm. If it was Wednesday, Act One was the matinee, Act Two was the evening show. Right. You know, Thursday, Friday, Act One, Act Two, same thing with Saturday, Sunday, right? Um <clears throat> the um uh after COVID, instead of breaking it up by show and everything, now what they've done is they've just cut it down to a three hour show, no intermissions. No intermission. Straight through the whole way. You get that whole show in Whew. one go now. You get blasted in the face with the curse child. <laughs> yeah. And I've heard it's good. I mean, I have Oh, heard- I've heard nothing, but it's terrible. Really? Yep. I heard a lot of people don't like not not the production itself, but right. just like the they don't the like premise the premise with the time turners and it like undoes all the stuff from the original movies and yeah. It doesn't feel magical. It's almost more sci fi. Huh. I could I could see that. That's so weird that you're the first. I mean, you guys are the first people I've heard that said they didn't like it. I've only heard glowing. Again, like, I, I haven't. We haven't seen it. Yeah, everything I've heard about. We it should is go criticism. see it though. I want to see it. Like, cool. I looked into tickets and I found row G on the aisle, like in the middle. Uh, it was I think it was only like maybe two hundred a pop. After fees, I think it came out to only like four hundred bucks for two seats on the aisle. I don't know if I want to spend two hundred dollars to see that show. In the orchestra though, with all the effects and everything, I can, and the big I can, proscenium. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you want? I, I that's a show. Like most shows, I like to be in in the mezzanine for looking down, so I can the see mezzanine. everything. So I can look down at all the poor people. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but for that show, I'd like to be because they shit that flies over your head oh, that's and like cool. there's there's scenery up in the like the fly of the the behind the proscenium yeah. in the theater. So they'll have like shit flying around up there and you're not going to see that if you're up or if you're back underneath the first view under oh, that's the, cool yeah you know what i mean so i would want to be in the orchestra for that and <clears throat> my rule is if it's 200 and under in the orchestra that that's good for broadway because <laughs> like you know i waited for hamilton tickets for so many i mean they're they only just came down to maybe 300 they're you know? still sold out through the entire run i know it's fucked up mm-hmm. mike fucked you saw up. hamilton right? i just went and saw it yeah, yeah. it was great so, so pat you're the only one who hasn't saw it See, I, no. I mean, like, no one is. Did, when did you see it? Did you see it back when, like, act like pre COVID? Yeah. Did well, you see it when, like, famous good people were in it? Not that this yeah, wasn't. I mean, but, like, it wasn't the original cast, but yeah. it, it was, they were good. Yeah, I, same. I just don't know any of the names. I am, um, I'm seeing um, Sweeney Todd reboot. Oh, yeah. oh Josh Groban. Josh yeah. Groban. I, I want to see that. I have tickets He'll to that. He'll do great in that, honestly. I think I'm, I, I don't know when it opens. I'm going March 4th. It's a Saturday cool. evening show. I want to go see uh, Jinx Monsoon is in Chicago. Mm. Is that a Broadway show? Uh, sh- Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, there we go. I thought you were just like, I thought you were like, I want to go see this musician in Chicago. Jinx Monsoon is a uh, drag queen. Is the most winningest drag queen in RuPaul's uh, Drag Race history. I like how Chicago's become a show to showcase celebrity talent. Yeah. yeah. It's, not a, it's not a joke, though, because... Um, 
Uh, this is the last thing, and then I get, we'll move on to clip of the week. Um, <clears throat> I went and saw Chicago in 2008 or mm-hmm. nine. I'm standing outside the theater, and I see a sign that says featuring Ashley Simpson Wentz. And my little <laughs> pop punk heart exploded. <laughs> and yeah, Ashley not... Simpson was married to Pete Wentz at the time. Mm-hmm. Was she good? And no. She was, she was okay, but she was blown out of the water by her co-star, who was an actual Broadway actress who had, you know, presumably worked her way up to where yeah. she got. And I mean... <laughs> Every fucking scene. Not like that Ashley Simpson who got it easy based on her sister's name. Who's <laughs> out there uh, lip syncing on SNL. <laughs> where, um, yeah, she's up there and she was fucking blowing it out of the water. And um, um, who's the, I mean, um, like I said, Ashley Simpson, she was okay. But uh, Ashley Simpson Wentz. Ashley Simpson Wentz. But um, I forget going. who her co-star was, but she was so much better. Anyway, Nicholas. Taco Bell. All right, yeah. At our favorite spot. Cantina. I'll be there in about 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, right. Oh, I've seen this one. So I guess They're that drunk. guy's getting a little aggro, you know? Oh, all right. We got a... Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just dropped him. Don't fuck with a Taco Bell employee. Oh, he's down. He's you know, not. There seems he's to be out. quite a lot of videos of fast food workers just clocking customers. I mean, out. why would you not? If you're paying me fucking minimum wage and this so is. Oh, I think there's that's blood. blood. Oh, boy. Well, he deserved it. If you're going to come up at somebody, See, don't come up against somebody who can fucking suplex you. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm be able to, to back it up. I'm, I mean. Uh, unfortunately, this is. Oh, look at that! Oh, that's perfect. I don't the know. Textbook. Listen, I don't know what the fallout from this was, but the unfortunate part is, is that employee probably got fired and arrested, and, and there is probably a massive lawsuit on Taco Bell's hands right now. But dude, <laughs> yeah. like he was defending himself. Uh, uh, like it is, it is clear defense. He didn't like he didn't use over force like. He ducks a punch. It was a uh, move. Right there no, is the problem. No, that's just that's on like that's just like some judo shit. No, dude, you can't slam somebody by their neck on the ground if, and be like it's self defense. You that can't. That is absolutely self defense. Uh, yeah, he I, didn't. I, he, yeah, look, he just literally takes him. The dude punches over his head. He just lifts him and throws it's him. It's meant, yeah, but it's defined by subduing, not incapacitating. That <laughs> it wasn't like he didn't that, mean to crack his fucking skull. Yeah, it's not uh, meant to right, drop him right, down okay. on the ground. I'll put it like this: He so, did not instigate it based on. I will video. say I will say this though. We're Pat, lawyers. My buddy, Pat's on the side of the asshole. No, no, no. My buddy, my buddy is my buddy's a lawyer, and specifically we had this Send conversation. Send this to him right now. We had this conversation a few years ago, and we were talking about self-defense. And he said, even if you are in a street fight, especially in the state of New Jersey, even if you are in a street fight and someone starts throwing haymakers at you, if you clock them and they go out cold and they hit their head on the way to the oh, ground. Yeah. That is manslaughter in New Jersey. Yeah, if they like, die, if they don't die, die. Like that is well. I mean, then I mean it's still. Uh, well, what's I mean it that's called? attempted murder. Then at no, that, right? that's no, 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 no. It's, it's it's a level of assault. But yeah, I mean if you assault, if you if yeah, you kill anybody but in a non, even then like yeah, if but you def- even by your definition you're saying you're defending yourself. What it about didn't matter. stand your ground? No, but I, no, that's what I'm Bro, saying. We ain't in the south. I'm saying the dude didn't. This dude just wasn't yelling, and the employee was just like, "Nope, I'm sick of it." Comes yeah. over and just like, yeah, you know. I mean, like, yeah, don't. 
don't get me wrong. Like, I, I agree. This guy, like, physically in the moment got what was coming to him because he was, like, just way aggro for no reason. But the reality of the situation here is that oh, yeah. this guy and Taco Bell are fucked. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, this guy's fucked, too. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like... And then, dude, dude, he is out. That right there, that's the most damning thing right there is having to roll him over and he's just fucking out cold. You know, that's the best thing that you want to do is when you get thrown on your neck is to move the person. Yeah. Instantly you know? do it. No, you know, don't support <laughs> any like. You know? And then roll him back <laughs> yeah. over. Like, oh, shit, I got to undo that. Yeah. You know? Don't support the spine or anything. We're just going to yeah. gonna fuck him up even more. Nick, how's that make you feel? I mean. I think that was probably <laughs> the rolling back over. That was best probably part. the best day of his job. He was like, "I've been saving this anger." Yeah, I'm curious to know. Um, I'm looking at to, to see if there's any uh, follow up. Yeah, yeah, anything follow? I don't know, man. <coughs> Taco Big Taco Bell has covered know, it dude. all up. Big Con, it's coming. Um, Big Con. Uh, what is it? Taco Bell. Taco Bell employee. Body slams, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like a, first well, one here's up. a quote from Taco Bell. We take the safety and well-being of our team and customers very seriously and do not tolerate any form of abuse in our restaurants and wider business. So it looks like they got his back. They Ooh. condemned both of them. Imagine getting folded by the same guy that folded your crunch wrap. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Taco Bell employee aggressively knocks out a customer. I love watching service industry employees snap. <laughs> we all do. Uh, they deserve see. it. They absolutely. Taco Bell spokesperson say we are aware of the incident that recently occurred in our uh, Swansea restaurant. The restaurant franchise is fully cooperated with the police and no further action will be taken. Hell yeah. yeah that's <laughs> what I like to hear. They walked in. The <sighs> cops came in and they're like, gentlemen, take a seat. Would you like a crunch wrap? <laughs> like, what can we do for you? <laughs> How can we work yeah. this out? I have some blue Baja blaps for our boys in blue. <laughs> have you heard of the craving case? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. All right, Pat. Let's bring her into the station. Yep, yep, yep. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks so much for checking out this episode this week. Once again, you can find us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, at PressAnyKey.tv. Uh, you can also find us on any major podcast app. Uh, but specifically Apple Podcasts and Spotify, I guess, because that's where we like it the most. Next week. Next week is episode 100, everybody. We're going to have a party. We're going to have a fucking crazy ass party. Uh, it, it's going to get wild. Akio bitches. All right. It's going to be <laughs> sick. All right. Um. So, yeah, we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>